Bobo. Bobo. Oh, it's you. The bedpan's under my pillow. Who's Bobo, sir? Bobo? I meant Lobo. Sheriff Lobo. They never should have cancelled that show. I see. can't be how we start hi everybody welcome to laser time um the internet's i'll say fifth leading pop culture show Oh, we're moving up yeah we are because something else is uh, every time i uh am not in charge of doing something people tend to like it more (laughs) special guest host special guest host dave had an idea welcome to the season premiere of laser time yeah what season are we on that's uh i don't know i guess this is probably the 16th i don't know how the internet Uh. works Uh, six episode seasons we're on the 40th season uh laser time i'm chris i'm michael raparo's Dave Rudden. Diana Goodman. And Dave had a topic that he wanted to cover. What was that, Dave? It's, uh, um, we're going to be talking about TV shows that lasted only one season. Ooh. Um, It seems like there's more TV shows that lasted one season than TV shows that lasted five seasons. Yeah, I'm talking about ones that (laughs) matter. I see. Ones that we remember. And, of course, like, uh, I've I've tried to divide all these shows into certain categories, and if (laughs) you have a show that I don't mention that falls in these categories, of course, tell me about them, and I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll look them up. Um, but I'm going to start by uh, just saying some random words. Okay. Selfie. The okay. show. A to Z. That's a show. Marry Me. That's canceled. Mm-hmm. Backstrom. Canceled. And Mulaney. <laughs> Is that canceled? That's, yep. Those oh. are this year's single season shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's mm. a couple more, but those are the ones that like I actually Constantine. remember. Constantine. Constantine. Gosh, yeah, I remember. I, yeah. It might have another shot, so we don't count it out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is actually, it's a thing that's been going on for uh, actually 60 years at this point. TV <laughs> shows, that, that, shows that last one season, but so, somehow still, mm-hmm. you know, becoming green in the public con- the public's conscience or become cult classics. Yeah, so I, I guess I'll, I'll start with the very oldest one season uh, hit. And it's a popular show that people don't quite remember lasting one season. King Kong? Inside Diana Goodman's brain? Jackie <laughs> <laughs> Gleason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are 39 the episodes. Honeymooners. Wow, With the stars, Art Carney. No, I think looking into but it... The though, jokes lasted 60 years. The Honeymooners was based on a sketch that Jackie Gleason was doing on his actual show. And they ended up expanding it for very limitedly hmm. into a show that lasted outlasted mm-hmm. the original show. I think it's probably one of history's most notable spin-offs. Yeah. And I took a picture next to the Ralph Cramden uh, statue <laughs> next to the Port Authority bus station in Manhattan. Uh, I oh. love that that's the most famous character to be associated with the Port yeah. Authority bus station. <laughs> so I think uh, with a few of the, the, the shows that I'll mention throughout this episode, they, they did get some sort of second life, maybe as a movie, maybe yeah. as like a, a second show. Uh, and Yeah, the Honeymooners. Mm-hmm. What did they? I mean, they had the Flintstones. Did they have like Bobby! Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, it's kind of, it's the basis for like half of all sitcoms yeah. of all That's times. Yeah. Is a, a schlubby guy and his wife who's sarcastic. Yes, who threatens to beat on a regular basis. He's oh, got I a dumb friend. I do have a clip of that. One of these days. Pow, right in the <laughs> Bang, soon. I'm going to the moon. <laughs> 
It's, is, is it okay that I still laugh at it? It still, <laughs> it still entertains me. I, I find the idea, like, in a romantic comedy made today, I could make jokes like that threatening to hit my girlfriend that I would never hit. Mm-hmm. And it would still be funny. There was, Except for Salon.com, yes. I understand. <laughs> there was a sitcom or a cartoon or something that had a Honeymooners parody that just changed the line. One of these days, I'm going to punch you right in the face. Yep, that's Actually, my push. We'll be getting to that later. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was very thorough with this. Uh, apparently, shit. Uh... Yeah, so you, the, the, I have a terrible uh, connection with the honeymooners. Mm-hmm. Uh, every once in a while, I would spend the night at the neighbor's house, uh, and I would ask the parents, "Why am I here?" I was like, "Because your parents want to watch the honeymooners tonight." And I was like, "Good. Oh. I think the honeymooners is boring, and I'm glad they sent me away to do that." Didn't know it was code for my parents fucking, <laughs> and that's what it, <laughs> your parents want to have sex in their own house, and therefore yeah. you have to leave the honeymooners. Thanks, mom and dad. That association will never leave, no matter how, uh, no matter how many times you cast wait, was that entertainer what, in it. Was that what the TV show was actually about? I think so. The, the par- parents that wanted room, to fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna bang zoom my wife and a vagina. That's what that was referring to. Yes. So one of these days, I'm gonna fuck you. One of these days, you unfuckable cow. I'm really gonna yeah. give it to you. The old heave ho of the bulls. Uh, well, speaking of parents, oh goodness, the the next show that I have. Uh, what TV show had parents? I don't believe this. I love this music. Oh, my mother the car? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you millennials are baffled right now. Hey, it's a joke in Arrested Development. Yep. So we did, we did that in our, our Talking Cars episode, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> that his, uh, Jerry Van Dyke's mother dies and yeah. comes back as the voice of a vehicle. So it presupposes that reincarnation is real, and uh, this got past Middle America's religion censors somehow. <laughs> well, it, it, it preyed on their uh, dedication to auto- the automotive industry, Mike. Ah, that's true. Where most of them were employed <laughs> until the early 80s. Mm-hmm. This is also the basis for the love Matic Grandpa. Yes. 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 yes, it is. I didn't even realize that. And my white mama. <laughs> from my, from my, my TV. My TV oh, yes. wow. Right. <laughs> that, that that in that their their mama gets hit by a car and instead of going into the car she goes into the driver. Ah, <laughs> that's right. It's Artie Lang as mm-hmm. yep. That's the black mama. Oh. One of these days I'm gonna bust your ass. One of these days I'm gonna break my foot off in your there ass. There it is. There's another. Yeah. That's a honeymooners uh, yep. re- yeah. re- reference. Yeah, it's such a great go-to as a, like the dumbest idea for a show mm-hmm. ever. Is it though? Well, no, I guess Hile Honey, I'm Home is probably the worst time. Speaking of that, it probably only lasted for an episode. I, I think two. Yeah, I've only seen clips of that one. <laughs> yeah. But is it a sitcom starring Hitler? Yeah, it's a British sitcom starring Hitler. <laughs> Uh, so let's uh, move on to. <laughs> Ooh, really blasting hey, movies, I, I, I have I have forty clips that I got. Forty. So Ugh. yeah, like I said, I was thorough. So it's excited. like being at the Museum of Television. Yeah, and plus these are the, these are the old ones. Well, mm-hmm. I think the later on we're gonna get shows from like the eighties and nineties that will probably but I do, rough I do on for wonder, way longer. Because like, like my mother car was referenced a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In popular entertainment growing up, and I was what a lot, I, that show was dead thirty years before I was born. Yeah. But do are we gonna have a version of that show? I don't know. That was the show like. This show was so bad. Is it worse than My Mother the Car? I, kind of like that's I, the reference I is remember. Is Beetleborgs are My Mother the Car? I, yeah, probably. I, I hope not. 
And yet, this show got greenlit for for broadcast, and we've never seen Heat Vision and Jack no. be on yeah. the pilot, which is a beautiful pilot. Mm-hmm. We had a whole episode about un, mm-hmm. un, un, unaired pilots. <laughs> yep. Well, you mentioned the uh, Beetleborgs. Ooh. Let's talk about another type of insect. Another challenge for the Green Hornet. His aide, Cato, and their rolling arsenal, the Black Beauty. On police records, a wanted criminal. The Green Hornet is really Britt Reed, owner publisher of the Daily Sentinel. His dual identity, known only to his secretary and to the district attorney. And now, to protect the rights and lives of decent citizens, rides the Green Hornet. Don't mention a Cato? No, at the beginning. Cato okay. got mentioned yeah. a couple of times. Okay, okay, good. I, I, I so love it's how- amazing. It's just one season, and we got two very important things out of it. That fucking bitch in music. Yes. And Bruce fucking Lee. Yes. Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah. And uh, didn't they, they, the urban legend is that they renamed the show for Asian territory. Yeah. It's like, it's the Cato show starring Bruce <laughs> Lee featuring the guy. Green Hornet. <laughs> well, this was somehow tied to the Batman uh, they did TV a show. Yeah. I think oh. the, the, the Batman uh, Adam West, Burt Ward show was so popular, they wanted to make a new one, and... And the Batman TV show was used as a platform occasionally like a talk show like but fictional characters would show up when they're crawling up buildings mm-hmm. and I do believe you know that super cheesy thing where they crawl up buildings and they turn the camera sideways and they would walk hunched over up a building while holding a rope yep. and the Adams Family would pop out or Hogan's Heroes but I think this might have been the first time there was another character the Kato and Green Hornet characters on a rope as well and they crossed over. If you like this Bat show, you're going to love it. And we did short-lived successes of uh, that Batman show in production for two years. Jeez. It had left a 40-year legacy. That's amazing. It's crazy. And, of course, it spawned the... Uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Mo- the Rogen Green Hornet property never, had a, never really gets more than one chance. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but it's, it's all kind of fun. I, I, the movie I remember having fun with, and Kevin Smith wrote a, a volumized Green Hornet comic, and it's pretty fun, too. That's cool. Did you know that the Green Hornet's related to the Lone Ranger? No. Tell me how. Um, it's like his great uncle or something. I want to say they're created by the same guy. Oh, or really? Or someone known the rights. Or I'm totally blanking on what it is. But yes. I mean, they're both white guys in masks with a... <laughs> with uh, cheesy with a, Halloween-like With an Asiatic yeah, kind an of sidekick. sidekick. Mm-hmm. And they punch people in the face. Mm-hmm. Yep. They fight yeah. for great justice. Yep. Uh, they're canceled after one season. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they got a bitching car. Lone Ranger had a bitching car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I, got, I think it had a. Yeah, he had a horse. Yeah, silver. Hmm. I've got a, a had one horsepower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of paralyzed by choice for which segue I should use for because mm-hmm. there's bitching car in this, mm-hmm. uh, crime fighting, shitty mask. No, no, sorry. Damn it. Uh, but it it also spawned uh, movies. Uh, Movies, th- 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 yeah, and I, oh. I, I realize I think I'm making like a 20 year jump, but this this show a... feels so old to me. Really, I can't believe it actually came out after I was born. I knew it. This is my favorite one. Police squad in color. See, they have to tell you it's in color. This is 1982. I thought it was that's the joke. Okay, they ah. used to do that in the late 60s. Starring Leslie Nielsen, George Kennedy. Also starring Alan North. Mm, sure. Love this music. So good. And Rex Hamilton as Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> this show is the best. It's really funny. And it, 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 the reason why it feels older, Dave, yeah. uh, is because, and I, of course, we didn't know this growing up watching Airplane and Naked Gun, is that it is all making fun of extremely old television tropes 
that the Zucker and Abram generation was weaned on. Mm-hmm. So that's why it feels so much older. It, oh, is, okay. it, is, it is more of a throwback to earlier earlier crime shows. Yeah. And, oh, love it. <laughs> and I, I discovered this series when I was a teenager, I think, or college age, because they started rerunning it on Comedy Central. Yeah, I never saw an episode until the third Naked Gun movie. And, yeah, and then the, the ending gags were yes. the best, where <laughs> they would just they would freeze frame, but like on, they, they would just be the, char- the, the actors standing still, and then there would always be like, one like a criminal they brought on who didn't know that it was the gag and just started like running around stealing things out <laughs> yes. of other people's pockets. Or the entire office is falling down. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're just saying they're holding their chest and laughing. <laughs> so good. That, like oh, the the one character that never made it over into the movie is Jimmy the Shoeshine Boy. Wow. Had all the information. Well, He's like a sixty year old guy yeah. who knew everything about the. Good crime thing industry. they replaced him with OJ Simpson. They d- yes, uh, Norberg. That's I think is a funny joke that most you wouldn't know unless you saw a Police Squad. Norberg was a white cop. Who oh. all of a sudden became O.J. Simpson uh, when the movies came out. And he, yeah. and he went from a non-murderer to a murderer. To a real murderer, yeah. yeah. No, Allegedly. I don't know, but he's, he's also getting into lots of physical predicaments and mm-hmm. clumsy stuff, which mm-hmm. you would not expect from a professional athlete. I bet no racist on the internet complained when Nordberg <laughs> was made a black man. Yes, what's, what's the... Uh, stop, not my Nordberg, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Dear variety. Dear variety. I got something to dish. <laughs> uh, okay, so gonna make a, a pretty crazy jump now Do to it, these are mostly network cult comedies. So mm-hmm. the eighties and nineties, mostly nineties. Cult comedies don't get a good good Yeah. Never have a good lifespan. Um and uh, Police Squad only went what's eight episodes? Six episodes. Six episodes? Mm-hmm. Wow. Gosh. Three movies, so wow. Movies are longer than the episodes <laughs> combined. I, I think the show looked expensive. Because it not only had to be shot like a normal police procedural, it needed gags and other things happening in the background. Like a set yeah. being destroyed for a single gag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes the, you know, the jokes were cheap. Which there's one I feel like they recycled for one of the movies mm-hmm. where it's like, we went down to Little Italy. Mm-hmm. And they're like in a car and it's just a back projection of like 1960s footage of the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's intentionally cheap. Come on. Moving on to, this is the first show of a... A particular director's, uh, showrunner's, uh, string of flops. Uh, J.J. Abrams? No. Uh-huh. Um, let's see if you recognize his first show by the theme song. Oh. Wait. Hello. Oh, I do know it. Yes, Ben Stiller oh. show. Yeah. Speaking of he's the 90s thing of all time. Yep. This show's good, though. Oh, yeah. This show, it does hold up really well. Yeah. Uh, well, the stuff that's not parody holds up even better. Like well, Andy yeah. Dick's bomb diffuser guy who needs to take a <laughs> shit, but there's no toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> or is Jacques Cousteau? Dude, all that shit oh, is so good. Jacques, yeah, all, all of Odenkirk's stuff. It's really good. It's, it's yeah. French avant-garde film. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of... It's, uh, and then the most Mr. Showy sketch, PJ O'Pooter too. Oh, God. And then David yeah. Cross, I believe, actually makes <laughs> a physical appearance in that. Yep. But yeah, that was bit, the one season, I believe it won an Emmy. I think and so. I, yeah. I'm not sure if that had happened before. If it had happened, it wasn't a lot. It won an Emmy after it was canceled, mm-hmm. um, yeah. or at least after its production run was done. So it was an Emmy award-winning uh, canceled show. It doesn't happen. Oh, it's so 1990, 1991. Oh, yeah. It's the most 1990s <laughs> thing, including the 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 Grungies, mm-hmm. which was a monkeys yeah. parody, but yes. based on Nirvana. Would you like to hear that? I, I would. would. Just trying to compete. <laughs> With all the other bands on the Seattle street. Hey, hey, we're the Grunchies! 
<laughs> ah, this takes me back. <laughs> oh, this is kind of embarrassing. I feel like I read only a couple of years ago that this was the basis of a big feud with Judd Apatow. And I, the creator of uh, that 70s show. show. That's right. Great. Oh, it's a great email oh, chain. Oh, man. Oh, that's because he believed he created a sincere pilot for the MTV. real grungies. Yeah. <laughs> and he's uh. like, this is just a sketch we did making fun of anybody who might come up with such a stupid yeah. concept. <laughs> so Judd Apatow wanted Topher Grace to be a guest on one of his later shows. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, no, because you ripped off the grungies from me. And it's like, I realize how stupid of a concept yes. this was in the first place and how yes. like everybody probably had this idea. This is a turned down pitch in every boardroom yeah. and every network <laughs> yes. for a long time. And the then, of course, the guy from... Is... I actually looked up, uh, like, doing the research for this episode. I was like, oh, what happened to the guy who made that 70s show? He also made that 80s show, which right. is a one-season show we're not going to be talking about. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's making, like, some Disney show that... Nobody cares about. He never got to make that 90s show. And now the market would be ripe for that shit. Oh, Oh my God. Only a 90s kid would understand. (laughs) Oh, man. I remember, just uh, to cover a couple of shows I'm Mm. sure you don't have on here, Um, right around the same time as when Beverly Hills 90210 had been around for a year or two, Uh and Melrose Place came out, and there were so many shows. Yeah copying those concepts. Uh, was like, it The Heights that had a, the Heights, the Heights had which a hit had song? A, a number How one song. Wow, yeah. Oh, yes. God. Um, there's one that's like the, the circle or something like that no, or the no. round table. Um, I don't know. A bunch of shows probably had the Toad the Wet Sprocket song. It's like <laughs> song. Oh my God. That should be so many. That could be a couple episodes I, I of like know. knockoff <laughs> versions of shows. Because the that's... same thing happened after Friends got big. There were a bunch of shows. It's like huh. my buddies or that's something you remember when you're my wacky you... pals. Why do we remember so vividly TV shows? <laughs> the, <laughs> TV shows. The executives like saw. nobody's watching this. I never <laughs> fucking saw those, but I remember yeah, the, the heights just because I fucking saw the heights. Well, it, it way outlasted like. 90210 in terms of being played on the fucking radio. Every night, Delilah would like, here, this one goes out to a lovelorn couple in Cleveland, Ohio. How do you talk to an angel? <laughs> do you talk to after, an angel? After 20 years of marriage. <laughs> so, Diana, you gave me a quick panic, panic attack when you mentioned friend knocks off, knockoffs. Oh. Oh, okay. I remember it's like Partners. it's like you know. That was it's like you know. That, yes. that, was two, that was two seasons. The, so the Simpsons, I, the Simpsons oh, got yeah. like really? 900 yeah. jokes out of that, but that was the name of a show. It's like, you know. I think there was an ellipsis in there. Yep. It's like, comma, you know. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. And that oh. show had Jennifer Gray playing Grey. Jennifer Gray. Yeah. Then I think, don't what was it? Don't Trust the Bay in Apartment 23 mm-hmm. had James Vanderbeek playing James Vanderbeek. Oh, it did? Oh. Really? Yeah. So that's. Oh, so it's that, like you know is way ahead of its yeah, that's, time. Yeah, it's, it's like you know's con- contribution to pop culture is <laughs> having the. Uh, popular 80 star knowing that they're an 80 star and all that stuff. Uh, I feel like a historian who's tired of giving information. I well, I, got, I have another Ben Stiller show clip, and this oh. was my one of my favorite. Like You guys all mentioned these classic ones, and uh-huh. I'm like, I liked the sock that said, uh, shut your trap. Uh, uh, skank. Yeah. Yep, skank. What? It's skank. Segment Wiggly calls him Archie Bunker with pink hair. <laughs> I will not have a blubber-chewing igloo jockey rubbing noses with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> what do I look like, a baby seal? Life Magazine says it's like married with children with heart. If you do that, <laughs> I will dig a hole and bury you alive. Bye. Who is that, honey? 
my mom. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Norman Fell as Crazy Uncle Charlie. Here's the juice you wanted. What are you going to make? Idiot juice. Now jump in. <laughs> Such an Archie Bunker line. That's awesome. I feel like this, this show and like in Living Color were like the last shows that could do like stupid like hoary sitcom premise. The skit. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I will say some a phenomenon. Or Matt TV did it too, I yes. only recently stumbled upon. New networks mm-hmm. will always take more advantage of these sketch formats. Sketch might be my favorite thing in terms of comedy shows I love sketch mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen very often yeah and there's there's only one sketch institution which seems fucking dumb if it involves yeah. a re- like if it involves a revolving cast in topical matters why is there only one yeah. institutionalized sketch show uh, but new networks and I think that's because they want new people mm-hmm. and they think our attention spans are short yeah so why why devote ourselves to an entire premise for half an hour 21 minutes mm-hmm. uh, we'll do sketches and then now, like, I remember t- I was talking to somebody who used to make sketches, and it's like, that ha- I feel like it hasn't been tried enough in the YouTube generation. Only mm-hmm. Comedy Central has bothered with the sketch show when, literally, like, your right. wares can be distributed in small bites yeah. and getting exposure all over the web. And sketch it, should be, should be Yeah, The shows that are getting, like, mentioned every, like, day on blogs, it's like, yeah. oh, it's uh, Amy Schumer, he and Peele. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty. Much I think old. it's probably yeah. harder to write a non-sketch show. Yeah. Like the idea, like uh, this has to be compelling for 21 minutes. Where it's yeah. like we can bail on this one joke. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work after two minutes. <laughs> having having just uh, completed a draft of a radio play, I can tell you, yes, it is really yeah. fucking hard to write half an hour's worth yeah. of dialogue. Yeah. I can see. That. And this episode was easy to put together because it was like these are all sketches to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but not this next show because it's a it's a very serious. Not well, it's a dramedy. I would say. <gasps> But it's another it's another uh, show from the mind of Judd Apatow, possibly his finest work. That's already great. If it's what I'm thinking. So Guys, great. can you guess this one? I can. Yeah. This is uh, Gex and Frex. Yeah. Uh, the story of Gex, uh, oh. talking lizard. Gex the gecko. Yeah. And, uh, no, this is Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. If you haven't seen this, I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Everybody should be fighting over the rights to this. It's no. a, it's an incredibly compelling show that thankfully. And I say, thankfully, just we've been spoiled by one season shows brought back uh, for streaming has saved so yeah. many shows, and this show really needed that. Yeah. But all the characters are way too old. Watching yeah. Linda Cardellini <laughs> and Age of Ultron, yeah. a mother of three, <laughs> going from a, a like a high school sophomore. Look, she's still uh, no, she's still gorgeous. Well, still, yeah, but like she can't play the role of a high schooler anymore. Neither can Jason Segel, yeah. Seth Rogen, James Franco. Uh, and the rest. I think almost every. I think uh, the guy um, Bill Haverchuk, Martin, Martin Starr, play it's college on Silicon student. Valley. Yeah, he and looks he, almost college studenty. I guess. And I'm I'm seeing because uh, the millennials have caught on, caught, caught on to this. Lots of Bill Haverchuk reaction gifts, and they're yeah. fucking excellent. <laughs> Bill Haverchuk, just yeah. such a great character. I I got one I, of my favorite Bill Haverchuk clips. Hello. That's Biff right there. You're a turd, a stinky, fat turd. Go sniff a jockstrap, you poop head. You love fatting boys' butts. You love fatting boys' butts, butt, you butt patter. You're a perv and a loser and a stinky turd. Who's that? It's uh, an old friend. <laughs> that's that's uh, Biff Tannen. Yep, Biff Tannen right. playing the role of the uh, gym coach. Yep, 
Which is, eventually... which, which is a character I've yeah. never had sympathy for in any other show. We worked this on this show, though. Yeah, I yeah, know he was great. And uh, Joel Hodson, when it's one of he, yeah. he yeah. never guest started oh, wow. anything, but he's the fucking the guy committed to disco uh, <laughs> in the early eighties, freaks and geeks, Mystery Science Theater three thousand fame because of uh, J. Elvis Weinstein uh, worked. He was the first Tom Servo, and he produced mm-hmm. this show. And it's, so it has a Mystery Science connection. I'm so Yay. I'm such a dork. I'm happy to bring it up. <laughs> uh, I got one other. Freaks and Geeks clip. And this one is, it's not funny if you've never seen the show, but if you have, then you understand it. Uh, only 90s kids will get this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it is one of my favorites. And it, it really proves uh, uh, James Franco's acting chops. When I, was, when I was in sixth grade, they told us when we got to junior high, we'd be either in track one, track two, or track three. Track one's the smart kids, track two's the normal kids, track three is the dumb kids. And what do you think I got? How do you think it feels to be told you're dumb? I never heard you're 11 it. years old. You are not dumb. I just wanted to prove it wrong. Of course, the end of the episode, the end of the episode is probably one of my favorites when he redoes that. I don't want to spoil too much because if you have, if you somehow haven't, if you listen to this show and haven't watched Freaks and Geeks, seriously you, watch it. It's, it you will have a fucking blast, especially yeah. if you've been watching modern comedies. Like, oh, every everybody you, got their start entire the cast. Show. I mean, knocked up in particular. Like, yeah. it's all the male cast of Freaks mm-hmm. and Geeks, minus the uh, uh, geeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to admit that uh, I haven't finished watching all of them, which I know it's like, come on, finish it. I have, like I avoided it at first because. It got really good reviews, mm-hmm. and I, I should have watched it on TV. It looked like it might be too painful for yeah. me to like. Oh God, I'm going back there, oh, and yeah. I'm a freak and a geek, and it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna hit too close to home. It's gonna be like watching Welcome to the Dollhouse again. <laughs> it's, it's, and then that's... it went away, and I'm like, phew. And then of course everyone I know is like, no, it's not traumatic. It's funny. You should watch it. Super painful episode where uh, what's his name finds his dad's car in the. Oh in yeah, another, the little lady's garage. Yeah, no, that, that's only barely a spoiler. It's yeah. awesome when it happens. And then uh, uh, the the main geek gets the Atari from his parents. and yes. he starts crying. Yeah, <laughs> well, that and that's I related super hard to the the geek side and yeah. the freak side because I did both. Yeah, in school, but like there, but they weren't. I wasn't a super D and D nerd, mm-hmm. um, but I was absolutely a comedy nerd. And my friends and I were like constantly quoting yep. SNL sketches, and these kids were like yeah. obsessed with Stripes and the Jerk. <laughs> like that's exactly who I would have been mm-hmm. um, in that time period. Yeah. Yep. I wish someone had just told me like, it can't be traumatizing because Joe Flaherty is there. Yes, love Joe mm-hmm. Flaherty. Love Joe Flaherty. Lady L, won't you take that ride? Oh, it's such a good. <laughs> One of my favorite sight gags of all time is um, Linda Cardellini, and I forget the, the main geek's name. Uh, they're talking about like one of their friends like has a, had a parent who cheated on uh, the other parent, and they said like, "Do you think our dad would ever cheat on our mom?" And Joe Flaherty comes walking by in boxer shorts and a t-shirt, and they look at him and just start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Flaherty's like, "What? You're all grounded." <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the mom in Freaks and Geeks—if you're a fan of girls—you've yeah. seen her naked at least yes. twice. Yeah. Um, okay. 20, 20 years after you didn't want to see your name. Yep. Um, watch Girls. It's good. Yeah. Watch SCTV if you don't know if who your player is. Mm. I don't know if that. It was on DVD for a very. I don't even think they released them all. I, I burned yeah. them a long time ago. I have not, I, not watched I them need all. more of them. God damn it. So good. So Judd Apatow went from that immediately 
you know, he graduated yes. to the college show, Undeclared. Yes. Which I haven't seen all of. Uh, it's, it's almost as good. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's not quite the same level, mm-hmm. but has a lot of the same talent. Uh, I, like, Seth Rogen was a regular, yes. uh, and, and uh, Star Jason G- Siegel was in it a lot. J. Burchell? J. Burchell? Barrichell, Barrichell, yeah. uh, voice uh, lead voice in How to Train Your Dragon, but I want to recommend now because I've seen the movie uh, two or three times now. He wrote and co-starred in Goon, a movie oh, that's on Netflix. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It, yeah. it might be one of the best comedies made in the last ten years. Watch Goon; it's so, fantastic. Also, Charlie Hunnam from the Motorcycle Show. What? That motorcycle? You know the one? <laughs> Sons, Sons of, of Anarchy. Anarchy. He's in Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that show looks so fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, and yet yeah, the. the um, I didn't, I didn't bother with the theme because it kind of sucks. But uh, what, undeclared, I'm yeah. walking in the college well, I, I, and I'm undeclared. I think in the, before he made this show, Judd Apatow realized how much of a pain it was to get Freaks and Geeks on DVD because mm-hmm. there's so many '80s songs mm. in that show. Yeah, he's just like, mm, we're gonna no, go, was, we're gonna was, go like unlike or like it was free six, songs. They as preserved all of them for the DVDs, and originally the box set was eighty to ninety dollars for thirteen to sixteen episodes. Yeah. And like, and they, they they were super open about this is why we wanted to keep everything there. This is going to be expensive. But bear oh with us. God. But like you mentioned before, Freaks and Geeks was so great at like bringing out guest stars before <clears> like they became big celebrities. And Stiller's in it. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I didn't capture that, but I captured two other celebrities. Uh, this guy was. Kind of popular at the time, but I think he was still, like... He still wasn't slumming it on TV. Now what? You ripped us off. Okay, easy. Easy. All right? Oh, yeah. I'm not your daddy here. Okay, look, I... I, I I'm gonna fix this, I promise, okay? I, I do, I'll do your next papers free. Gratis. I... I don't think that that's the best idea. You know, though, I, I do have a paper, too. I'm guaranteeing you guys an A. A's across the board. Just feed me the rock... And I will put it through the hoop. Swoosh. It's Farrell, Swish. right? But, yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah, who's he, who's he playing? Like he's he's like some sort of like speed addict who would make who would write papers for everybody. Okay. <laughs> Is he playing a student? He's playing a former student who okay. writes papers as for a living. I feel like and I, it's just like constantly like drinking Red Bull and just being cracked out the whole I time. I can only imagine Will Ferrell being born thirty-two. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> Yeah, this is a good 15 years ago, and he doesn't That's seem to crazy. be any older than he was in that clip. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, also, not not seeming that older mm-hmm. than they did back on Undeclared, but is really just becoming like a big, big star right mm-hmm. now. Uh, he was actually on an episode that wasn't ever aired. Mm. So they aired all but one episode because this one had, like dealt with a religious matter. Oh. Uh, see if you recognize him. You will. I know you're lonely, okay, but it's not about a girl. It's not a girl that you're missing. It's God that you're missing. The word is strong right now. You know who's a strong believer of the word? Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. Chris Tucker. They're very strong believers in the word. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> that's, an, that's an impression I did. <laughs> but do you really understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart? Is that Kevin Hart? Yeah. Yeah. No, wow. I did not remember that at all. <laughs> like I blinked, and like um, I think Kevin Hart's hilarious. Yeah, blink, most famous comedian yep. in the universe. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I just didn't see the. I didn't see the. Uh, inc- I didn't see the ascent. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and who knows what happened to Judd Apatow after these shows? He, you know, he, I, I, he I sort of just kind of sort of faded out. away yeah. into obscurity. I like everything he's ever done. Yeah, like, quite yeah. a bit. And 
I do feel as though his star is Except faded. for that, what was the one with the, the mm-hmm. hairdresser, Adam Sandler? The funny people one? No. The, oh, uh, oh the, Don't Mess with uh, the Zohan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. That, that is terrible. He had a, a script produced in The Simpsons this season, though. Oh, yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. It's where Homer is hypnotized to think he's Bart's best friend, and this is a script Apatow submitted back in, like, season three. That they wow. turned into an episode Jeez. in season twenty-seven. Damn. Um, yeah, there was it was okay. I couldn't. I was trying to like. I, I was hoping it would be like. Well, this is how the Sim- this this episode should look and sound like the Simpsons did in season three. I'm so excited, and I couldn't tell. It just yeah. seemed like a modern episode. Yeah, I do. Re- I do recommend. Boy, I would almost say maybe you should watch Undeclared first before what? Freaks and Geeks because yeah. it's not as good. You want to build up. It's a uh, twenty-minute show, so it, it's quicker too. And it, the yeah. Freaks and Geeks, it. it when I think about it now, man, it was built to fail for networks because it's oh, yeah. it, it's slow. It was a forty minute comedy. Yeah, comedy yes. Slash and, and, and things don't happen very fast, like in no. normal comedies. Uh, you don't get the resolution you want, like in most dramas. Mm-hmm. Like nobody really ever gets what they want in Freaks and Geeks. I, I don't want to go watch it right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so I've, I have two more cult comedies, mm-hmm. both from Fox, mm-hmm. uh, around the same era. I have to give Fox credit for trying. Yeah. But then once they get it, they often fuck it up with yep. the schedule or yep. put it out of order, fire, fire. They, or, yeah. they get yeah. t- overtaken by too many cooks. But I just remember yeah. they took mm-hmm. a shot in Arrested mm-hmm. Development. It did, it did nothing in the ratings. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And they let it hang in there for three years. And I, as much as I wanted to blame them, and my friend's like, you should watch Prison Break. I'm like, that's an Arrested Development's time slot. I'll never watch <laughs> yeah. that show. I'll never watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this is another one that's kind of cheating because it really was just a it's kind of a spin off of something else but I am the wild blue yonder oh front shit line wow. in a never ending battle between good and not so good together with my stalwart sidekick Arthur and the magnanimous help of some other folks I know we formed the ying to villainy's malevolent yang destiny has chosen us wicked men you face the dick it's amazing this existed. Yeah, and, and that it's existing again. What? Amazon's bringing it back. Yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. With the with, with Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Can he still fit like, in? This was Can huge he... in the news, and then like it hasn't been in the news for like a year, so I don't know where it stands. Mm. But there were there are totally plans. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things where you look at it's like, how did this get made? Yes. Like, <laughs> and I and why? What, it's one of those things like, how did this get made? And like. Why is someone trying so hard to make something just for me and that the rest of the world clearly won't care about? <laughs> yeah. I think they said that the tick suit cost $3 million. Oh. It has, like, the cartoon, the <laughs> antennae would move independently yeah. and, like, yeah. just developing that technology. Uh, I remember also, like, it didn't have a zipper or another opening. No. Like, Patrick Warburton would have to get greased up and then <laughs> slide in through the face hole oh my God. and get that around <laughs> his, his face. It was it was just this horrible skin tight rubber suit. I'm sure it didn't breathe at all. <laughs> Such a strange idea to do it as live action. Yep. Like that mm-hmm. seems so obvious that should be animated, and it yep. was animated, and it was good. And it didn't do that great. And then and st- they're like, "Let's make Seinfeld, but with superheroes, and it'll be oddly expensive." Features <laughs> uh, <laughs> the mayor from uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman series is Batman. Well, yes, Yay, Batman-well. I have Batman-well. his action figure still. Do you really, Batman? Well, yeah, it's it's permanently holding a cell phone in one hand <laughs> <laughs> because he was always on his cell phone. And it was he was he called in the cartoon? He had a different like Deflator Mouse. Deflator Mouse. Deflator Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I have to confess, Jesus I've Christ. actually never seen a full episode of either version. Of really? Yeah. Really? No, they're great. Yeah. They're fucking awesome. And then, like in. 
I love the original voice of the tick in the cartoon. It's not Patrick Moore? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. But because like, that's all I hear now. But it's a great... It's a, he is yeah. great as the exact same character. It is pretty awesome. Yeah. And the, the cartoon is like the typical, like, mm-hmm. I have a big chin yeah. kind of voice. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but he's he's constantly optimistic, making bold declarations with mm-hmm. no real plan. And <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I need to go back and watch this. It's been a while since I've seen the live action I also one. love the comic book. Yes, uh, but the Bed Enlund, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrote for uh, another Fox canceled show during this ser- uh, this period, Firefly. Yeah. Hey. He also mm-hmm. went on to, I think, help the creators of uh, the Venture Brothers, who mm-hmm. started out working on, on his the show, The Tick. Yeah, and which they're the, they're so Venture Brothers is so inspired by The Tick. I, oh, I don't absolutely. hear a lot of people yeah. say that enough, but it's you know, yeah, Jackson Public. Mm-hmm. He wrote for that under his real name, Christopher McCullough. Is that it? Yeah, he's Hank Venture. Ah, yeah. Uh-huh. So actually, from what I've read. They uh, they couldn't agree to a handshake deal for the the revival of this show mm-hmm. because Patrick Warburton wanted a high five. High five. <laughs> high five. Oh, good one, Dave. Yeah. Good one, Dave. Thank you. Uh, this is also like then that period of the Seinfeld curse. Oh yeah. Where everybody uh, who couldn't, no one can ever work again. And yeah. I'm sorry that uh, what what is it? No, actually, none of those New shows. New Adventures of Old Christine. Or... Yeah. Well, that, that one yeah, made that like stuck two around seasons. for a while. But like that was two or three. Yeah. No, no uh, Michael Richards, PI or. <laughs> um, Everything Jason Alexander did. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't even. But Julie Louise Dreyfus has been a show that's what entering its fourth season. Veep. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. The curse is lifted, Dave. Well, unfortunately, uh, there's uh, there's the Jay Moore curse. Which oh no! Continues to exist I love this show. Day. This show is if it could not exist today. Yeah. Here's the theme. It's so nineties. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Hollywood's such a bad place. But this was... this action? Action. Yes. I, I've never seen, but I've heard. It's great. Buddy Hackett is his oh limo God. driver partner. It's a great uh, wow. dynamic they have, but it's also at the forefront of uh, celebrities making fun of themselves. No. Like, a, there's a really funny scene. Scott Wolf, mm-hmm. who he was in Go With. Uh, what else is he in? Party of Five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just this whole joke that he's too short to play action and whenever he's on the, when he, he's, he's too short to be an action hero so whenever he comes on to complain and be a total dick they reduce they enlarge the size of the set to make him look shorter <laughs> and it's like yeah. this awesome side gag Sandra Bullock plays like someone who used to fuck Jay Moore's character and uh. They were going to release it. There's like a visible hand job on. Is it, the oh, show is I, made? I got that. I got that. Oh, you do? Yeah. Keanu. Yeah. What do you think of the movie? Much better explosions than your last one. Oh yeah, yeah, digital. Yeah. Look, uh, I'm really looking forward to us uh, working together. Peter, I have some concerns. Well, I'd like to hear about them. I'm a little concerned that your date has her hand on my pants. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Why, thank you. I'm getting to be a pretty big fan of yours too. <laughs> Canary yeah, is getting a hand job from Ileana There's Douglas. a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Ileana yeah. Douglas. I think the only thing weird... It, it was meant for HBO, so it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, like it's it. way edgier than a Fox show was, and it was the first thing... They had created that stupid TV rating system, and I think to this day, most shows don't use TVMA on network television. Mm-hmm. This one boldly did. Um, 
that was kind of a hand job that was on screen on a show. That was kind of something we hadn't wow. seen before. And I do remember, like, I was watching it a couple years ago. I'm like, these jokes are all too homophobic to make air. <laughs> and that's the, that's the only super dated thing I can think about. But I, I do recommend watching it. It was It's really fun. I do think, I, I like Jay Moore quite yeah. a bit. Though he did, he did make two seasons with Gary Unmarried. So next show, yeah. I feel like, it's going to really bust through. <laughs> He's got a good podcast. Check yeah. him out. Uh, so I think that'll do it for the first half of yes. the show. I've also got, I've got some dramas and I've got some more modern day shows coming up for you. Hey. Uh, we'll be right back. As I ride on my horse through the countryside, I said, Lady hell, let me give you a ride. But as I pulled the reins of that horse, she pulled the reins of her soul. I'm out of control, Lady hell. Hey, I'm Dan Harmon. What time is it? It's laser time. Last week on Cape Crisis. Here's the last thing I think you'll find interesting about old Willie Lumpkin. He dated Aunt May briefly in the in the Amazing Spider-Man. She's had more boyfriends than me. I can Aunt only May. I can only name four. I can and I that's will, what I said. And I will now. Her husband, J. J. Jonah Jameson Sr. Nate, We're not the wheelchair-bound man. We're not going to count Ben. Come on. Okay, fine, Ben. Five then. Okay, Nate, the wheelchair-bound man who died when he got flung around by the vulture. Sounds funny. She almost married Doctor Octopus. Yes. Ben Parker, and then lastly, Willie Lumpkin. So five, five. boyfriends she's got. So yep. yes, definitely more than me. More girlfriends than I've had. <laughs> That's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast you must listen to every Thursday or Friday. Oh, good morning. Oh, my God. Morning voice on. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Laser Time, everybody. I appreciate it a lot. I hope you guys are following us on Spotify. We emerged there a week or so ago. Uh, if you update your app and opt into podcasts, you can see us on Spotify. And I, I personally got to say I like the experience. That is not a paid endorsement. I just like it when a podcast uh, doesn't lose my place constantly, like the iPhone app. Anyway, we're on Spotify. It'd be great if you could give us a follow. Again, not a paid sponsorship. It just already looks like a better podcast experience. And I wasn't really using Spotify before. This is June. Uh, our, our Patreon shall begin at some point this month after E3, when we know most of you will be paying attention. We know you love your goddamn video games. So this week I wanted to really plug um, LaserTimePodcast.com. It's our website where we post a bunch of content. And this week, la- this week and last week, we were overflowing with content. Hank, host of Cape Crisis, our weekly uh, comic book show, he ranked these uh, Stan Lee Marvel cameos in order. Figure out which one's the best one. It wasn't the one I think is the best, but you can find out at LaserTimePodcast.com. Hank's got that up there in addition to a look at ILM's birthday and a bunch of other neat stuff. Uh, Dave, host of Cheap Podcast, which will have another uh, new episode this week in relation to uh, Elimination Chamber. Dave also posted uh, his Nassau Coliseum memories because that uh, WWE had their last show there before that place gets torn down. And he also has uh, a list of ways to improve Elimination Chamber for you wrestling fans. But we've also got a brief look at Pee Wee Herman. Tony's got a new episode of Game Twerp and a new laser list up there. And speaking of videos, uh, last week I posted my second Tomorrowland feature. I know a bunch of I know a bunch of people don't care about Tomorrowland. The movie or the park but i love the park so much and uh tying into the movie i thought this would be the best time for me to rattle off a bunch of crap so i have a video up on youtube.com slash laser time network called the top five tomorrowland games trying to find the best tomorrowland appearances in games believe it or not it has happened more than five times 
What is number one? If you know me, you can probably guess. But anyway, that is up there. And speaking of our videos, this week we are going to try and stream the controversial game Hatred. Which is Bandit. We're figuring it out as we go, but I'm sure we can do it. Even if we have to do it not live, we are going to show you Hatred. And I really don't think you should pay for it and look at it if you're any bit curious. Uh, and, and speaking of video games, uh, Michael Rapares, host of Video Game Apocalypse, our weekly video game show, has put up a top five in an article form on lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, uh, it's the top five. Um, it's the top. It's probably the top five this week. I haven't confirmed it with them. Games where you kill innocent people. That's right. Let's play with some controversy, people. We dare. We dare to tread there. Uh, but yes, you can follow us on Facebook, obviously, and Twitter. We really appreciate that. Telling a friend is always awesome. Liking a video and shared it on, on occasion. It's all right. Just hang in there with us. Uh, we will see you in the middle of a month with a Patreon, and hopefully, we can keep this train going throughout 2015. I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll let you know. Stay tuned. Your coins are coming soon. Thank you so much for your support, people. Enjoy the rest of the show. Players of time, second segment. All aboard! Welcome back to Laser Time. What the fuck is this? Guys, it's high school. Aren't you feeling like all tense and awkward? No! What? Wait, you don't have a big familiar? crush on Jordan Catalano? That, okay, good. That's what it was. Oh, Academy Award winner, Jordan Catalano. I forgot about this show. I have bought it uh, for two girlfriends at this point on DVD. Also very expensive for 13 wow. episodes. Uh, and I, What I really remember is that I remember reading that the show's great. I didn't watch it. We're hearing it was canceled. That's fucking bullshit. You should watch it. And then MTV started to adver- like, But yeah. it was the most earnest advertisements ever because the announcer's like, my so-called life didn't work on the networks, but we think it's pretty damn good. So we're going to show... I've never heard an announcer say that, like, we're going to show it to you once a week, yeah. my so-called life. Yeah. Will we actually pay to make new episodes? No. Yeah. No. Well, they couldn't. That was probably super expensive for network television. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny, because um, the creators of it created 30-something, mm-hmm. which my parents watched, and therefore I fucking hated. I... So, it, was, it was the fir- the parody and the the satire in the first Mad Magazine I ever bought. <laughs> so I've read that a thousand times. Thirty suffering. I'm pretty sure that was it. Um, so you know, I just thought, oh, it's a fucking yuppie show about stupid yuppies and their stupid yuppie problems, and it like really spoke to my parents because it's about mm-hmm. former hippies who are all a bunch of fucking sellouts, mm-hmm. drive BMWs now. But so they tried out, they watched my so-called life because they like thirty something so much, and they kept telling me. No, you're really gonna like this show. I think it really will speak to you as yeah. a disaffected teenager. And I was like, "Fuck you, man! I'm <laughs> not gonna be played by your rules, man. You the, can't control me." The one of more honest depictions of, and they were totally fucking right. Of being a teenager, yeah. I've ever seen at that time. Yeah. Like there was it's so, but even honest. the adults, like there was, there was an affair with the, yeah. the parents, right? That was like the yeah. season finale. Like yeah. cliffhanger was like, "Is the mom gonna cheat on the dad?" And that was I also they already had. Yeah. No, I, I, I that couldn't. was also in Freaks and Geeks, where yes. it's just like I Which don't know, kind of thing I didn't really care about. Ten years <laughs> as a kid, I was like, my, my parents don't really love each other. So whatever. I remember at the time, like I wish my parents would just both get laid and leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, and I think that was in the same I don't boat. Care like, if they go cheap doesn't anymore. have to be with each other. Yeah, but just <laughs> do it because I'm getting. It was it was weird when I saw my so-called life finally. I think it was the the MTV reruns you're talking about yeah. when I was in college at least and. 
like thinking like wow it's like it's like my teenage life my mm-hmm. my life in high school a lot like you know there was always some kind of weird drama going on whenever i tell my parents about it they'd always be horrified like yeah you know this guy's sort of wrestling with his sexuality and these two <laughs> girls are dating and then uh you know, this other guy's on drugs, and he just broke up with his girlfriend, and so now he's having a relapse. And yeah, but, but that's exactly what ended up happening. And I mean, my high school, that I wasn't that interesting. I had yeah. I had no such drama, but it did yeah. occur around yeah. me. But neither did Angela, really. Like nothing bad happened to her yeah, specifically. One of the things they got so right is the way teenagers talk. Yes, they mm-hmm. always when whenever they have something really that they really want to say, they mm-hmm. always dance around it and mm-hmm. then end with or something. And they're not making eye contact. Where it's like, so I was just, you know, I like care about you. Like, I don't want to commit to this or, thought. Or, I don't know. Like, maybe I kind I'm of. I'm afraid if I'm sincere, I'll be ridiculed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that hits close. I've to the only bone. just gotten over that. I worry. I, I did capture one clip, and I'm. Sh- I worry that it, it's not quite along that line because it seems kind of direct. But who knows? Maybe I'm mm. reading too much into it. So, what'd your parents think of Jordan Catalano? Were they like revolted? We are not talking about Jordan Catalano ever again. We're not? Okay, we're not. Why not? Because you are incapable of understanding. Oh, yeah? Why? Because it's never happened to you. I'm just wait till it happens to you, Brian. Poor Brian. Seriously, I cannot wait until it happens to you because I'm going to look at you and I am going to laugh and I'll say, see, see, I told you so. Yummy. Yeah, I, that, that, I, I, that, I forgot about his character, which I, is the only analog for me in the show. I, I, <laughs> see, I only just watched the show for the first time like four or five years ago. What? Why? Wow. <laughs> Just because I think it came out on Netflix or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, I'll finally give the show a shot. <laughs> what was I, life as a teenager like and in the I 90s? Think <laughs> it's because we were on the like the, on the precipice of nice guy culture where I'm like, Brian Krakow is fucking creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a soccer. He rides his bike in a circle outside of Angela's house. No, I, but that, I, I was in love with a Feels like little, older, little girl with short weird colored hair yeah. and she was my best friend mm-hmm. because that's how she wanted it mm-hmm. Ugh, but mm-hmm. I deserved her she should have been <laughs> well I think Sooner we later we all, she'll realize yes. this we all kind of had those things where it's like and it's an unrequited crush mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you try to mask by being that person's friend yes mm-hmm. and and hoping eventually they'll come around and now we look at this as like this is a really fucking creepy behavior but we didn't have that yep. context back then it was just like I don't know what else to do. I'll, I'll just yeah. be as close to her as I can. But yeah, she didn't. She didn't seem to shy away from the advances either. But then I was having conversation with a couple of gals about that recently, and like you sort of notice the affection there, mm-hmm. but like it's still my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to pretend we're not friends. I mean, we are still friends. We definitely have to share something together. If that person were to get in a relationship tomorrow, we'd still be great friends. So what if he's might be in love with me? I don't know. What am I? We can't be friends anymore because I, yeah. I have to be the responsible one to cancel the friendship. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, that makes total sense. Wow. But, you know, I've always said I had that a huge one. Years she fucked all my friends. Mm. And then I finally yeah. got in there and like, oh, yeah, that's, I'm over it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it now. That's it. 
Yeah, for, for me, the, the girl that I had the crush on, like, she she knew. Like, I'd confess yeah. my feelings. It's like, yeah, I'm not. It's <laughs> it's not like you're hideously ugly. You're just not my type. She actually <laughs> used the words, it's not like you're hideously ugly. And then, uh, but she, she stayed friends with me, and I, I'd, like, bring it up every so I was like, does it bother you to know that I'm attracted? He's like, no, I just kind of deal with it. Guys <laughs> should be attracted to me. I don't see yeah, the problem. Exactly. Did you ever ask, like, have I been upgraded from not hideously ugly? <laughs> I asked that once, like. <laughs> In college, I think. And it's like, well, maybe if you lived in New York. Grew a beard, had a video game podcast. Uh, you were really <laughs> overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing now, bitch? <laughs> Jeez, your mic's kind of loud. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so I'm going to make a hard pivot into our next show. Oh, God, what? Which is a spinoff, so you know, kind of playing with the rules a little bit. Here's a clip of this show that aired, I believe, in March of 2001. March okay. 2001. The Cold War's over, John, but with no clear enemy to stockpile against the arms market's got it. But bring down a fully loaded 727 into the middle of New York City, and you'll find a dozen tin-pot dictators all over the world just clamoring to take responsibility. March 2001. And begging to be smart bombed. I can't believe it. This is about increasing arms sales. Mm-hmm. When? Tonight. How are you going to stop them? Why didn't you tell the world this? Go to the press. The press? Who's going to run this story? We would. This? This is Birdcage Liner. Wild-eyed crap right up there with... Elvis is an alien and two-headed babies. You obviously read it. That's the lone, lone gunman. gunman. Oh, oh, the right. That predicted 9-11, although I believe yep. in that episode, the airplane doesn't quite hit the World Trade no. Center. But it's crazy that yeah. this show, that episode, did, it did air. It definitely aired. It did air. It was the pilot, I believe. Was it really? Yeah. First but episode. I mean, it was months and months before. No, but what episode was it? the pilot to play? Oh, hey. Oh. Hey. Put a there. But there is, it's, I don't know if it, I want to watch it now to see if it's as uncomfortable, but it is like a plane on course to hit the World Trade Center and yeah. narrowly averts it. What does that drama look like in four by three? Um, <laughs> Starring uh, makes me wonder if like Rupert Murdoch was in on the whole mm-hmm. conspiracy, uh-huh. and he was like trying to warn the world through these. Uh, One of me Reuters had this great idea. It, <laughs> there's, there's also the uh, Simpsons predicted nine eleven thing with yeah. what. The, With uh, the the New York episode when Bart holds up the thing that's like nine dollars, and then there's like the the World Trade Center right next to it, so it looks like nine eleven. Yes, I've seen that. But yes, they did predict it. Yeah. It was destined to happen, is what I'm saying. It's probably that Kokorash guy. <laughs> <laughs> His crab oh, juice. So this actually came out, I think, along the second to last season of mm-hmm. X Files, which was sad because. This show only ran for, what, like 13 episodes? Yeah, yeah 13 episodes. And then they were brought back into the X-Files like five episodes before the end. And uh, spoiler alert, it does not end well for them. Oh, really? Yeah. All of them? Yep, all of them. All right. Oh. Uh, what, were, what were they on the X-Files, though? They were the, they were the lone gunmen. They were like in, kind of like informants. They ran, they ran a newsletter mm-hmm. about... Like conspiracy theories, paranormal phenomena. Yeah, yeah. Um, and no one ever believed them except for Mulder. And then this show is about them like kind of <coughs> striking out on their own, and like they get new partners. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like a more comedic X Files. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I do find it, like Chris Carter, the creator of the X Files. One, I saw him in a Q and A. Complete dick. Hmm. Complete <laughs> dick to his fans. And then two, 
That guy's gotten more shots than anybody else yeah. in the universe. Mm. He hasn't made anything remarkably successful. Did he, he did Millennium also. and Harsh Realm? Yeah. Who wow, did, who did Realm. Freaky Links? Was that him too? <laughs> that, was the, that was the Blair Witch creator. Oh, that's, the, that's okay. right. I what knew was, it was somebody. I, Freaky wow, Links sounds I barely like remember that. A weird version <laughs> of Lemmy Winks. It's <laughs> Freaky links, freaky links, freaky links. It, so- it sounds. So get out of the game and test. I thought it was like it's a difficult sex move that you have to pull off with like uh, up to eight of your guy friends. <laughs> that did not last long at all, as I remember. Freaky links. I don't remember. Yeah, that at all. I think we we talked just briefly uh, during the break. And I realized that yeah, my my knowledge of this kind of crap it dies right around there, sort of like the early two thousands. Because I haven't had to watch commercials quite as much mm-hmm. over well, I time. Was saying the same because I was worried that like I cannot believe my memory and nostalgia runs this deep for shows that didn't last at all, yeah. and mm-hmm. some of which I didn't even watch. But then Dave had a heart. Like I don't want to be the old guy like who obsesses over everything of his youth because I am still very pop culturally aware. But like I couldn't think of like a, an analog for the last five years. But then you were pretty encouraging yeah. that, like even the cult, it'll be its own category later the but, cult shows think yeah. this is, if like if they have a strong social media push they do yeah. tend to stay a little longer than the shows mm-hmm. that like didn't have the internet to champion them along yeah and it, it doesn't really happen yeah. anymore you mentioned like 30 rock 30 rock is the perfect candidate of a show that like would have gotten canceled yeah. in the first year but it didn't yeah. they were just like we don't have anything else the critics yeah. in the, in the internet seems to love it yeah it's expensive but the result seems to be pretty okay. Maybe there's some ta- there's some long tail benefits to keeping this on the air. Well, to reference another one season show, sixty Studio Sixty <laughs> dies so that Thirty Rock can live. Anything else about Studio Sixty? I remember not. It's kind of like the Highlander. I think that yeah. they cut his head, its head off, and yeah. I did not want that. I wanted it to be the other way around. Like <laughs> Tina, right. Tina Fey's making a show about SNL. Get over it, lady. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then, like, holy shit, Aaron Sorkin's the bomb, and like that, it finally came on Netflix. Yeah. And like, how did you? Focus on making this SNL show so unfunny. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, like, it, it is so overly dramatic. That's what ho- Sorkin does, man. man. It, it, it is hilarious. Which made Sports Night, which I think is a, I love a funny Night. show. Yeah, I, it's funny and it's like I, it's probably I don't know. I think it's still. I think the West Wing's really great. Yeah. What I watched of it. Yeah, yeah. I tried hard to watch uh, Sports Night and it just never clicked for me. It's really? only two seasons. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> and I clocked. I remember clocking those because they were on ABC, and I, mm. I wasn't watching a fucking thing on ABC. Yeah. And those, some of those episodes clock in at 18 minutes. Oh, wow. Jeez. 18 minutes without commercials. Oh, Lord. So they're practically bedtime stories. Just, <laughs> just, watch, just watch. You can watch them very easily. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, man. That first season is a laugh track, though. Oh. Just, yeah. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. God damn it. Uh, so moving on to another uh, Fox sci-fi show mm-hmm. of the uh, early 2000s. We're bobbing along in our back. Uh, what? No, wait. It's the picture lines in the song, so. Oh, God. He's on Fox? Mm-hmm. I did see. This was quite charming. Yeah. What's it called? Wonderful. 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 Here's, here's, for a second there, I thought no offense. this is going to be so stupid, but just this little bopping along part made me think. Wait, <laughs> the Hobbit? Homeboys from Outer Space uh-huh. wasn't Fox. <laughs> Strangely, had How? more than one season. Yep. Oh my god, did it? Yeah, <gasps> Homeboys from Outer Space. Homeboys from Outer Space. Oh my god. 
So Wonder Falls was uh, it was made by Brian Fuller, who went on yeah. to do oh. like, the two season show Pushing Daisies, which yes. is another show. Like it's just so charming. Mm-hmm. This show. Did you do that, Dead Like Wonder- Me as well? I think so. I did like I Dead Like I, Me. I, did I watch that? Maybe I did. It's on Showtime. I remember to get it through Netflix via discs. They sent me in the mail. Oh no. It was Pushing Days just has like a, a concept that sounds like because it, the Pushing Days is about a guy who can touch people and make them live but somebody else dies. Okay. But it's it's done in a charming way and like he's in love with the first person that he like brought Resurrects? to life mm-hmm. but he can't touch her. Oh, yeah. so everybody he touches I've never seen. He can, t- he can touch people like right after they die and like find out what happens. Oh yeah, if, if they live more than a minute, then somebody else dies in real life. Isn't he responsible for um, making heroes watchable even slightly? Maybe, I don't know, but now he's doing Hannibal, which is which like, is yeah. like I haven't seen any. Is there a new season? On I don't here? know, I don't but know. I can't imagine it's charming. Like it's, uh, like this. but it's <laughs> so thing. excellent and is the perfect example of something that NBC would have canceled yeah. within four episodes, and we'd all be talking about it right now on DVD. But what that that's why. To our credit, we mm-hmm. don't talk about things like that anymore. Is because uh, I think Amazon stepped in. Like, no, we'll stream the show. Uh, we'll pay to stream the show. So I think Amazon is partially financing the show, if not directly, by wow. streaming the shows immediately. It's really good if you have not seen Hannibal. It is fucking excellent. I, I've never seen anything that gory on network television. It is disgusting, wow. <laughs> like like a lot. And uh, I think uh, I've always said that one. F- I didn't want to watch anything based on source material. Uh, who one fifth of it is fucking terrible? More than one fifth. Of it. It's like I can't. I, I like never read one, the books. One fifth of it is. But good. the movies are <laughs> disgusting. They are. They are terrible. But Except for Silence. Go home and watch and Manhunter. Both. I'm talking to the, the Rapars and Goodman tree, mm-hmm. duo here. Go home and watch the two episodes of Hannibal. You will okay. fucking love it. Mm-hmm. It is so cool. And Scott Thompson's on it for no reason. Yay! <laughs> In a regular role. Can okay. I wait till we're done with Mad Men? Because that's got like two episodes yeah. left. Oh shit, I'm way behind. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in the fifth season. Okay, it's, still, so, it's not still the 60s anymore. I was going to say that as a joke. No, it's the 70s, 70s now. <laughs> 70s. Okay, so what's, what's Wonder so Falls Wonder about? Falls is about uh, a clerk at a Niagara Falls gift shop mm-hmm. who somehow obtains the ability... Uh, to communicate with inanimate objects, and they help her solve crime. It's been it, it's it came out in two thousand four, and it's been around since then since I've watched it. So I'm a little bit rusty, but yeah, like it started uh, Brian Fuller's career. Really, one of the first major roles for Lee Pace, who then was the star of Pushing Daisies, and right. is he was the main villain in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It was Ronan. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, just a charming, like kind of sci-fi-ish show. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those shows that people just went nuts over when it. Like, I canceled. I saw like two episodes of it. and Like this is great. Yeah. It, it was it was it was canceled, not on DVD, but like Logo or something was airing yeah. it. Like some tiny little cable channel. Like people should see this. Mm-hmm. They'll like it if they see this. I like it when people cool. do that. All right, so moving on to the, like the the big Fox sci-fi show that didn't get a chance. Oh boy, the spaceship in the room. Maybe like up there with freaks and geeks about level of outrage. Actually, no, I don't think so. No, at the time I knew plenty of people. All my friends were the type of people who should have been watching Firefly and Champagne to be in the air, and they were not. That that momentum kicked in after it was canceled. Uh, I think because yeah. I got I got the no, DVDs it, it, very quickly after it was canceled. I blame Fox entirely for yeah. me not watching it while it was on the air because I, yes, they, they, they made it look dumb yeah. in the promos. They ran it out of order. Uh, 
If I remember right, they advertised it so bad, I could not tell the difference. I thought it was Earth Above and Beyond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like when I'm I saw like, it, like, this, does not this is funny? Me. Why didn't they tell me, oh, yeah. by the way, it's Stagecoach in Space. Mm-hmm. These are things with comedy. You'll love it. Mm. Yeah. And so I did, just like, start running ads that say, Diana, <laughs> Stagecoach in Space, bitch. They pay Joss Whedon. Like, they, like Buffy and Angel are both shows actually owned by Fox. So they continued the deal and actually decided to start airing a show on their own network. This was more expensive. Uh, they didn't like the pilot, and I didn't originally either. I think it is a little long, uh, but it looks yeah. very expensive, and Fox rejected the pilot that they paid a ton. I think it was, at the time, one of the more expensive pilots oh. ever made, so then oh. they made uh, The Train Job, the episode mm-hmm. where they hijack, accidentally hijack vaccines. That is, mm-hmm. That's the first episode anyone saw, but it's mm. the second. It's, it's shot as a second pilot. Uh, Everything's aired completely so out of order. So the, they did the clerk's treatment to it. But yeah, no, absolutely. And, like, and, and then some of the episodes, like it wasn't canceled, but it's like, we're switching nights, and then... Here's an episode you've never seen, but it takes place before this one. And mm. like, what the who the fuck is supposed to follow this? Yeah. Uh, it, I, I'd say that as someone who routinely drops podcasts late, but we don't have a lot of continuity. <laughs> they ran the pilot as the final episode, didn't they? I think, yeah, I think they did actually because it's yeah. long. It's oh it's a little longer. Um, and they, so, yeah, last, it, last it, it wasn't of... it wasn't like it was a serial type show, mm-hmm. but there was in show continuity that yeah. totally. you did have to have some of. Mm-hmm. And then it's interesting to watch like the the commentary on mm-hmm. the DVD that they talk. There's like an episode where they have a funeral, mm-hmm. and Love it's it. like th- everybody's really sad, and the reason for that is because that's the show when they found out that the show was going to be canceled. Oh, really? So no. it was kind of a funeral for the show. You can't walk and run. <laughs> <laughs> Run. I got I got one clip from this. Uh, so. This one. Yeah. This and is a fertile land and we will thrive. This land. We will rule over all this land and we will call it this land. <laughs> I think we should call it your grave. Uh, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Mine <laughs> <laughs> is an evil land. Now die! Oh, oh no, God! Oh. <laughs> uh, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Alan, 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 Alan Tudyk, who has two dicks. Call him that because he's got three dicks. Yeah. One we don't like to talk about. <laughs> and, um, man, I love that guy. I don't. Why am I afraid of spoiling fucking Firefly for people? This guy's uh, dead. Uh, yeah. This guy, he is dead. He dies in the spinoff movie. He dies in the movie. But it did the... get a spinoff movie just yeah. from from the the power of fans being so into the show I, after it got canceled also bombed that and they, they really they, they tried to roll it out in just the right way they would do you know small it was screenings for fans to go back on the internet tell everyone about it but then if you watch the movie it really feels they thought it was going to like spin off into a film series mm-hmm. maybe but it feels so final it's like a really yeah. big last yeah. episode and it, yeah, and it bombed. And it was fans also, didn't bring enough. It friends. was a terrible entry point for the series. Like, you think so? Yeah, like, it, because uh, because it was clearly geared toward people who'd watched the series mm-hmm. and were coming in and wanted some sort of closure. But like, if you're just somebody going to the movies who's like looking at this, like, oh, I've heard about Firefly. Maybe this is a, a good movie to watch. Serenity. It's not a good title. No, for that it's, movie anyway. I thought uh, my yeah. buddy Shane, who didn't watch the show, and he had his problems with the movie, but he, he's like. The opening nine minutes of the movie are one shot. Oh, it's uh, beautiful. Two hidden shots, but it's like, it is pretty amazing how Whedon, I've never seen the show, and he caught me up on the show, and the 
the emotional yeah. resonance of every character in a very, very brief time. I know exactly mm. where they are and who they're yep. going and what all of their motivations are. Because they all, it just, it's just Mal walking through the ship and talking to people. I think I, I love the movie a great deal. I think it's it was he landed the Avengers uh, based yeah. on. Mm-hmm. This is a small movie. I think like thirty million dollars or something. Yeah, like that's yeah. about one. And, and then like in some of the space battles here, target the reavers, target the reavers. Like these are great <laughs> fucking cinematic sequences. Oh yeah, better than anything that had happened in Star Wars. Like there are in space battles that are just fucking mm-hmm. gorgeous. And then the whole thing about how they they dis, uh, disguise Serenity as a mm-hmm. reaver ship. It's mm-hmm. basically like the stuff they did later in Walking Dead, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. on a spaceship level. <laughs> I really like that. But uh, the, the movie Serenity is built. It was supposed to be there was. Yeah. It's it's what was left of the first season because we only got like what eighteen episodes or sixteen episodes out of the Firefly, um, and so that it, that's really interesting, and to condense four to ten episodes into a film, I think is what the show because yeah. fourteen if, episodes. If you remember, like the Reavers are spoken about; they are beings, they are human beings driven mad by seeing the end of space, and literally uh, go ma- have gone mad and rape and eat people. Yeah. And, like, what a crazy wow. villain. And you never see them in the show. So in the movie, it's super rewarding to finally see these crazy fucking things. And they go right to the heart of it and figure out not only who they are, but where they are and how they came came about to be. I fucking... Yeah. I, yeah. Firefly, it's it's such an entertaining show. I, lo- yeah. I love that, unlike all the old stuff that I like, it's still in widescreen. If I, someone showed you this, <laughs> this to you, you'd be like, oh, It was wait, one of the first shows I was like, these? when it came out on Blue Room. Mm-hmm. I just remember it being like the first big TV show on Blu-ray. Yes, right? it, I think it was because Fox yeah. was very clever about that. Oh, like, yeah. but I think between Serenity and Snakes on a Plane, like that is the end of Hollywood taking any sort of creative input from the internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that like when we talk about the internet has kept kept community on the air for five years. Yeah. Mm. A terribly That's rated true. show. That's a true. terribly rated show. And I think it got it, Veronica Mars a movie. It did. They would paid for Veronica Mars movie. I think if anybody no, had the they option. didn't pay it. <laughs> no, they they did. They kickstarted. It's that's well, a no, I'm saying, movie. but the the Hollywood wouldn't pay for it. They're mm. like, we'll give you the rights if you can find the money somewhere. And they're yeah. like, fans, give us money. And they did. And they did. And, and like I think Firefly, Firefly is the. It, 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 the momentum took too long in terms of what the mm-hmm. internet is used to. And mm-hmm. I think part of the reason why it failed is they did all these test screenings to build word of mouth. And they did that. And I just remember after like a year, I'm like, everybody's seen Serenity but me. <laughs> everybody's written about it. There's spoilers all over the internet. And like, I can't see it. And then like, yeah. it's supposed to come out in like March. And Universal's like, we're delaying it. Here's a Nicole Kidman, Sean Penn movie called The Interpreter. And I'll never forget it because I still, I, it's one of those movies like, I'll never watch you because you replaced Serenity's release date. Uh, and I'll never see it. And who cares? Nobody fucking cares about it. It's a shitty movie that stole their time slot. Their time slot. It's a movie. But I, by the time it happened, like, it had been like two years, it had been like a, over a year since, yeah. a, like, the people who cared the most went out of their way to see it for free. So the show ended December 2002. The movie didn't come out until. September of 2005. Five, yeah. Yeah. One of the last yeah. things I did in my hometown before I came out west. And yeah. there was, I think there was a you reference. you were in a spaceship when you were, uh, when your plane took off or your car drove away? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You can't take the swamp from me. I'm never going back to Florida. <laughs> also, man, so, just gonna so quotable. Yes. That show is so, yeah, yeah. curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal, something I would say <laughs> yeah. sometimes. I... I wish I had more of an excuse to swear by my pretty floral bonnet on things, but one of these days, man, that opportunity is yeah. going to come. Big it's, damn heroes. I think and one of the, the weird – it's I don't know where Joss Whedon picked up his dialogue. Apparently he went to school. I heard him in, in an interview with an English guy, and his like English accent came out. So he went yeah. to school there. and like, huh. very weird voice, but like 
I saw Firefly before I saw Buffy, before I saw Angel, and I've now watched mm-hmm. all that. Uh, his southern dialect that he writes, funny that, like things like mm-hmm. that, and like like I didn't realize that was his. That's just his style until it came out of Ultron's mouth. Like, why did Ultron just spin some like turn of the century? Southernism. <laughs> why? Why is he talking like that too? Stars and garters. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Firefly. Watch Firefly if you yeah. haven't already. Is, is that too long on Firefly? Holy shit! No, 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 not at all. Mm. Uh, but yeah, now we're moving into modern day shows that only get a season. And like I said before, networks actually are giving shows more of a shot. I don't think Thirty Rock. I don't think Community. Basically anything that aired on Thursday nights in the last decade on well, uh, on NBC would have lasted a season anywhere else. It was just that NBC was so desperate, and in some cases some other networks were also desperate. It's mostly cable that will get mm-hmm. these shows and well, somehow the, determine the that they're will, not worthwhile. will keep a legitimate commitment to them, and unlike networks, have the opportunity, like, well, we'll air this again. Yeah. Or this will air throughout the year, yeah. and this will eventually find an audience because we have faith in it. Mm-hmm. So one that inspired the executive at Fox Network mm-hmm. said... We're not going to cancel shows yeah. after like the third episode anymore. Because how much short-sightedness is that show on our part? Yeah. We should be able to know this is a talented person and this is a premise that can work on television and we will find an audience if we give it an entire season shot. There'll be no, there'll be no unaired, like, unaired pilots anymore. Yeah. We won't do that anymore. And yeah. Conversely, FX did the 1090 deal, oh. which anger, I think yeah. only anger management got. Oh, if the first yeah. 10 episodes are successful, we'll put 90 episodes into production and create a syndication package out of it. That is over with. They said, after anger management, they said they'll never do there's that again. There's like, yeah, there's an anger management slot on FX now, and I just look at it and just get depressed. It's like, <laughs> they did, I think they're almost done. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. these are just The like show a, has no fans. This, this is just a diarrhea torrent of, <laughs> yeah. of programming that nobody cares about. Yep. Starring a guy who once was like cutting edge and mm-hmm. now is just trying to bleed money yeah. out of that. I saw kind of a funny episode of that one. Said it was starring Lindsay Lohan. I don't believe you. That's the only oh, one that I've right. seen. Yeah, where, we caught a little piece of it. And it, it was we were just, waiting for Archer to come on, by the way. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it was just like, Lindsay Lohan is like, uh, she has, um, Charlie Sheen is an anger management coach, mm-hmm. and it, basically the show spins it so that like all the bad behavior that gets pinned on Lindsay Lohan is actually other people's fault. Like uh-huh. it's it's uh, Charlie Sheen's Most daughter her stealing parents. her clothes and running out and, and flipping <laughs> off photographers and drunk driving her car and stuff like that. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Exactly. See, it's the best was, the show has to offer. Yeah. This was the FX person. You were, yeah. That was his edict. Mm-hmm. Uh, had this show not failed, he would have... Uh, his future would probably be very different, but uh, this is a one-season show from HBO. Ooh. No. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. This is Lucky Louie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this show is great, by the way. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I like it. It's not... It's really good. No show is on the level of Louie, really. No, but... But this is, this is a really, really, really good show. It's fascinating. It, on YouTube, there is Mark Maron talking with him, like, for an hour... I remember this show coming out, like, this is great. And the critics were like, who the fuck wants to watch a sitcom? Like, this show is kind of a modern... The first time a sitcom has been modernized. Oh, yeah. These, I these mean, are, it was great in that way. There's are real people. These are actually real situations. And the audience... Saying disgusting things. Is saying Hearing horrible new. things. Yeah. And the audience is responding in real life as in, like, that guy just called his daughter an asshole. Yeah. Like, can we really yell? Can we, can we, do we really laugh at all this? And they don't, and it's on film. Sometimes like, they do. If a joke bombs, like, but they let, oh, yeah. it, they let it bomb. Oh, yeah. 
a couple of the actors like on the show like my, just I remember yeah. Laura Keitlinger who I think is great like, yeah uh, her delivery is I think so sitcommy like the yeah. audience doesn't like it <laughs> and 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 so that every one of her jokes kind of gets you just hear it die and you never hear a joke die in a sitcom it's always the funniest thing the audience has ever heard actually the one element of that show that was completely unbelievable was that Laura Keitlinger was with the guy from Overboard who was just so <laughs> decrepitly old in that show I, I don't know if he's still alive. Oh wait, the, the guy, guy from Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah. Wayne's World as well. Yeah, yeah. What are you, the ultimate Canadian is what I. Call oh yeah, him. that's what he looks like. I don't know his name, Diana. I know it's okay. going to infuriate you. Popular character actor though. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, just in that Marin episode, he's like, I love the critics were like savage this show. Like, why is this a sitcom? Why? <coughs> and you know what? You know what else? The sets look cheap. And he said he got a call from the <laughs> HBO. Like, so we make the fucking, supposed to be on purpose. We make yeah. the Sopranos. <laughs> Do you think we don't know what a good set looks like? It's supposed to look cheap. It's supposed to look yeah. like a weekly televised live audience show, and these people live in squalor. And it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> I, I'm Going glad back to the honeymooners, everybody. It's completely streamable. The first episode of the show, right out of the gate, is great. In the yeah. second show, Louis C.K. does full frontal nudity. <laughs> and if you care at all about the Pamela cycle of Louis, yeah. his, that, that's his wife in yeah. Lucky Louis, and she's awesome. And this show Adlon. may ruin Bobby Hill for you. Yes. Let's say, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dad. Here, here's a here's a clip that might just might do that. Oh, look at the dirty, dirty stove. Yeah. Cut it out. Why am I turning you on? Yes, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, do something about it, you big fucking pole smoker. <laughs> we can't afford it. <laughs> Stop thinking about money. The only thing you should be thinking about is all this ass. <laughs> uh. yeah, I love that, that, that certain scenes just start out with him like fucking her from behind. <laughs> you done yet? Uh. It was it was a really interesting. I, I don't want to call it a parody it's, of the It's of experimental. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it is. Because like that, that last scene in the first episode is are them talking about reasons why they shouldn't have kids out loud, and their <laughs> final decision is that they should have another kid. <laughs> Even though they've both out loud given them, themselves every reason not to. I don't I really did like this show. Everybody yeah, on yeah. it is really funny. Oh, the kid getting the black Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, uh, the whole thing about what was it like... She's she's upset with him because she thinks he's he's thinking about anal sex and it's like no what that's not doesn't interest me at all like well why not like I've never even seen your ass it's like you should see your wife's asshole look at my asshole <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like okay that yeah that's pretty nice I guess <laughs> <laughs> fuck it oh, god dude. I feel like I'm gonna just go into a binge after this instead yeah of jumping right in hey and all these shows are just one season so yeah that's true that's true um. All right, so moving on to uh, a couple of Comedy Central shows. I think Comedy Central has been one of like the, for me at least, the, the network that kind of mm-hmm. cuts show, shows short at the knees. It seems like yeah. that now because but the the weirder the show yeah. is, the quicker they are to cancel it. Yeah. But yeah. usually fosters but it, a more. Well, at least they gave them the chance in the first place. True. Yeah. Like you're saying with Fox, mm-hmm. it's like fuck it, yeah, let's just try it. Okay, whatever. And uh, we mentioned this one before. You'll be. <laughs> He's the president in residence. He's kind of in charge. He's got the whole country saying, That's my bush. Life is hard at the price of fame when you're president. Everyone knows your name. Hey, what's the thing? Hey, what's that thing? That's my bush. 
can't believe he's actually in the White House. <laughs> That's our mom. <laughs> That's my bird. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, that's what... that was the, the, the craziest. <laughs> I remember watching election night uh, and them just running a quiet ad, just mm-hmm. saying, from the creators of South Park, whoever wins tonight, we will make a show about them. Yes. And and it was 2000, so it was Bush v. Gore. Yeah. yeah. So In many ways, America a... didn't win, but <laughs> fuck with in the, the no, case they... of that, my... That's my Bush would have been better than a, an Al Gore show. No, yes. they, they had they had a yes. funny name for the Al Gore show. I forgot uh, what it was. I think Everybody Loves Al was. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it had something to do with Gore. Mm-hmm. That was great because the season finale is Dick Cheney taking over the White House, and it, it just, <laughs> the, new, the new intro is "That's my dick." <laughs> That's because my favorite episode of this show is when like uh, uh, he's trying to put his sick cat to sleep, and uh, Laura Bush keeps thinking he's. Whenever he talks about it, he's talking about her uh, putrid vagina. <laughs> it sounded like Norm Macdonald there for a second. Um, <laughs> oh, putrid vagina. Putrid it's not, vagina. It's not the same one as the uh, the anti-abortion activist who's actually yeah. a fetus. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, but like, and, and so the what I from what I understand about the show, it did pretty great in the ratings. The ratings slid, kept sliding a little bit. But the show was the most expensive show Comedy Central had. I can because, believe it. They hired Timothy Hutton. Well, it, it just Academy Award nominated Timothy in, Hutton. It was indistinguishable from a normal sitcom, which at the time cable couldn't pull off. Like this is the South Park creators who were doing things with construction paper. In the first couple episodes, are making things by hand for fuck's sake. Even still, South Park is a cheap show to make. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and and like, but at the t- and also at the time, this is why I worry that like this is such a fucking time capsule. This was parodying a thing that was prevalent on all television. There are like three sitcoms left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normal sitcoms left. But this was everywhere. We were all sick of it. Nobody liked George Bush. Yeah. yeah. This was well, perfect for a bunch of people. At, at the half, time, the com- half the country liked George Bush. I rem- at the time, Voting. I remember thinking, like, this commits way too hard to yes. the classic sitcom formula. Like, everything's super broad. Yes. And, yeah. But, honey, I'm a b- 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 in hindsight, it's one of the things I like about it because one of the characters in the show is just his neighbor, Carl. Yeah, who, who keeps yeah. Comes walking into the White House. And <laughs> and they happens are. to live next door to the White House. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, 9-11 meant an end to many things. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, this show, and, and, like, I don't know if you could do this show yeah, close I think, so. I think that it, it, it started in April of 2001 and it ended within two months. Mm-hmm. It was a very yeah. quick show, but I I, think I eight loved episodes. it. Yeah. Also, it was weird that like every episode would be like he learns a liberal lesson yes. at the end of it yeah. <laughs> when he he commits to ecotage. Yeah, or or like he uh, he 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 sets up a thing like he wants to appear tough on crime, so he sets up a mock execution mm-hmm. and then like makes a big deal out of like I want to fart in this guy's face, ah, ha, ha. and it turns out he, it's a real execution. He doesn't yes. realize it. It's like I farted in a man's face. <laughs> And it's it's weird because it. Was would, it? How would I kill you in the gas chamber? Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was it. And it would have been so an Al Gore. Tough. It would have been an Al Gore show had he won, like the voting populace wanted to happen. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but he's such a. It wouldn't have worked with Al Gore. He's such a dumb character. Yeah, yeah a dumb hit character. And what the funniest thing? It's played by. Timothy, Timothy Bottoms or Timothy Bottoms. I said Timothy Bottoms. From, he's in the Last Picture Show. Yeah, he's the star of the Last Picture Show. Yeah. But what is it? Texasville, the sequel. He's like barely yeah. in it. He's not the star no because one, he didn't no become a celebrity out of it. Nobody cares about Bogdanovich. <laughs> Shut up and narrate your Wells documentaries. <laughs> uh, but 
Uh, I'm sorry, I said Timothy Hutton. Timothy Bottoms. Later on, still Academy in a Showtime movie, Timothy Bottoms played George W. Bush in a serious role. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because he looks he looks crazy like him. If you never, I'm sure most of you haven't seen Last Picture Show. It's a black and white movie. Like that looks like a little George Bush. Wait, are you going to tell me that this clip is not serious? Thank you, George. You're the best. Even if you are a clueless bastard sometimes. <laughs> oh, one of these days, Laura, I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, that was it. <laughs> yeah. It, there's, a, there's another variant of that. Oh. Oh, Laura, one of these days, I'm going to punch you in the face. And then the stomach. And then the face again. <laughs> Uh, God damn it. Wife beating is hilarious. <laughs> well, when you're so unafraid of it happening. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't you love to see President George, former President George W. Bush in a fight? Yeah. <laughs> what would happen if the president was a wife beater? Oh. What does the Secret Service do? Is that what the movie Absolute Power is about? Oh, it should be. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Secret Service, they're right there. I mean, what if he's like, what you going to do? You going to tackle me? I say, we let, I say we let him wail on her for another four minutes and then uh, yeah. call upstairs. And if she, yeah, if she hits back, then they tackle her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Can, can yeah. the first lady kill the president <laughs> in, in, in the heat of passion? I mean, she's got the best chance. Seriously. She's the closest one. So that's I'd who we get close to. Loud and clear, Diana. Nobody arrest us for this joke. Please. Please. My biggest plan is to start a Patreon. I am not a threat to the government. It's just not. Yeah. It's happening. I was just, I was, I was pre-prepping in my mind mm-hmm. the next uh, set of shows, which... Uh, uh, Chris, I know you're somewhat of a fan of the state because I've seen that DVD Love on the, the shelf over there for like the last two years. What the state? Yeah, is it still not over there on that shelf? I, don't I know. swear it was. Uh, like weirdly enough, Tyler and Ann had never seen it and oh, were watching wow. every episode because yeah. they're too young because they're babies. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, so, such a great show. Have not had the greatest luck post. Uh, no. uh, I mean, there there has been a Reno 911 and Viva Variety did okay as well, but never been on DVD. But. Um, <laughs> like arguably, well, arguably because. I'm talking about myself, but my mm-hmm. two of my favorite cast members, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter, they both had they had a, a oh, yeah. two shows that oh, lasted only yeah. one season each. Uh, the first of which was this. Stella, right? Yeah. This show is excellent. It's yeah, it's so absurd. It is the modern day equivalent of a cartoon. It is it is. Because we don't have cartoons in the modern. Well, day. like 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 <laughs> like a Daffy Duck cartoon. Like, oh, nothing I see, is safe. No, no, nothing is secret. Man, they're so edgy. But like everything is a joke. This is not a real person. They won't respond like a real person ever. Uh, but it's yeah. three guys who are constantly in suits and. Uh, yeah, so it's those two in, in David impossible Boy. to kill. Yeah. As well, so like it, like I haven't seen a cartoon like that in a long time. But Stella, it was a it was a comedy troupe, the three of them. Yeah. That they they toured post the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a bunch of short films mm-hmm. that are also really great. They're way they're almost all of them are pretty disgusting. Like yeah, there's an instance dicks. of a dildo in almost every single one. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a uh, like probably ninety second scene where they just uh, blow Mrs. Claus. Who's got a prosthetic? Uh, she's wearing a, a, a dildo, and they just blow her. <laughs> I swear, I, I don't think that it's been taken off of YouTube, so you can look that one up. And uh, they're wearing suits, by the way. That they always wear better. suits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that that was a great show, and it led into uh, another show that was just Michael Ian Black mm-hmm. no, and Michael. Show. Yeah. No, Michael no. and Michael have issues. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, here's that a funny. 
I can't remember the theme from that, but uh, here's a really good clip. I apologize, this is a little bit longer than everything else, but I, I really like it, so. All I know is that last night somebody threw a bag of dog poo at my front door. Are you serious? Yeah. How do you know it was dog poo? What do you mean? I'm just saying. Could have been human poo. It better not have been human poo. <laughs> well, you just don't know, so. No, you don't know. There's no way to know. Let's get it tested at a laboratory. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should have it tested in a laboratory. Yeah, well, last time I checked, dogs weren't really able to poo into a bag and throw it at someone's door. People <laughs> can take dog poo and put it into a bag and throw it at somebody's door. True. But they'd need a very cooperative dog, wouldn't they? Not necessarily, because a lot of people pick up after their dogs. And what, they, what do they do? They save the poo? Is that what you do? Mike, you, you save your dog. You throw it out. You save your dog, dog poo. You don't throw it at people's doors. You, do, you save it, put it in your refrigerator. You don't. You dispose of it. Not on somebody's door. That's right. You don't dispose of dog poo on somebody's door. <laughs> that's great. It's, ba- that's, it's that's basically great. ten episodes of Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter being passive-aggressive at each other. I, I, I remember them doing promotion for it, like, is this a reality show or not? And it's like, well, we we actually do have a very t- contentious relationship with one another. And, yeah. like, I've heard them both. In, I met Showalter one time. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And I don't know, maybe it's, some of this seemed kind of real. I didn't see the whole show, but I don't know. Do you have a lot of affection for it? I, I do. No, no, not quite as much as Stella. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, those two together just mm-hmm. have, like, this... I mean, that that, that scene, it's, like, just great chemistry together yeah. when they're, like, just sniping and being bitter at each other. <laughs> because that is a lot, like, you, you sense there's a bit of, like, just... A little bit of it in Stella, but a lot of it in this, where it's like the bitterness of their careers just kind of like bubbling up. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes for a great show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other Comedy Central shows that are canceled after a season. The ones that were are just about Man Dune and The Flaming Sword of Fire. Was that yeah. any good? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Seems like something you would have liked. You'd think so, but I never watched it. There, now we know why. Yeah. I think I have a. In a big bag of uh, fucking. Comic Con related mm-hmm. swag I'm throwing out. There's a full mm. comic of Crowd Van Dune and the Flaming Sword. I of think fire. Um, what's his face, uh, Daniel Tosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, like every time that he cuts to commercial, at least he used to do this. He would just reference yes. some Comedy Central show yeah. that got canceled almost immediately. It's like we'll be back with more Crowd Van Dune. <laughs> I, I never, I never noticed that until he said Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like, why did you say that? Mm. I like that show a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, that lasted more than a season. Uh, ten yeah. seasons, yo. Yay. Hell yeah. And a movie. And a movie. And a spinoff digest show that was hosted by Michael T. Nelson as a... Uh, who was he Peter parodying Gray? in that? No, not Peter Gray. No. Um, um, I want to say Jack Purcell, but that's Jack shoes. Pa- no, no, no. <laughs> um, and, uh, welcome back to the movie. <laughs> I, remember, I remember it vividly. So at this point, I'm actually I'm out of... Oh, good. shows. I've got, I've got a, like one or two kind of miscellaneous, <laughs> and the one I want to close it with. Right. Okay, but if you, there's anything, I, yeah, I know one you of. forgot. Uh, Erie, Indiana. Oh yeah, oh. which only lasted a season. Did was it? fantastic. I yes, it went to two. I remember reading about it, I'm and, I, and then else. when free previews of the Disney Channel would show up, it's like we're running Erie, Indiana. I'm like, yeah. that's not where the show came from. No, but, it was on. It was on like ABC or something. But that's, I think, Disney yeah. Channel saw like this. We should be playing this and maybe commissioning another season. And would play it there, you yeah. know, in Indiana. I remember it was. 
probably in comic books where there was ads that were just it was basically like the map of Erie, Indiana. Like, oh, really? Here's where the scary boy lives. I mean, obviously it's more detailed than that, but uh... look for a Dave Rudden's a Kindle exclusive novel, Dave Rudden the Scary Boy, <laughs> coming soon. Well, I'm looking at Wikipedia. It originally aired on NBC from '91 to '93, but it says it lasted one season. Yeah, from yeah. September 15th, '91 to December 9th. I think that's why I remember hearing yeah. about it so frequently because yeah. people loved it, but the ratings didn't speak well huh. for the yeah. show. Yeah, I remember it being pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. So when really when September it was, it was to, like Teenage yeah. X Files, it was sort yeah. of like yeah. Gravity Falls. Oh, Gravity Falls yeah. is so much fun. Yeah. Want more Gravity Falls? Um. So. So one of the miscellaneous was uh, it was a show that you put art for on, like you. We had the recent episode about um, uh, animated primetime shows. Yes, um, and we and a lot of those are single season. I didn't want to oh. rehash them like Clerks and a couple others mm-hmm. here and there. Mission Hill, I think, yep. was one season. But one the that was oblongs. in the art, yeah, one that was in the art that people said in the comments wasn't represented on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I swear you you you. I've heard this clip Better very not be recently. Baby blues. No, it was uh <laughs> well here I'll, I'll play it. Way way back in the 1980s, secret government employees dug up famous guys and ladies and made out music genetic copies. Now the clones are sexy teens. Phone high? Yeah. Yeah, we did we did phone high. We did. Yeah. Well, I, no, 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 we did we did it in the last episode. Oh, okay. We, the extension of that. All right, because I've I got this Tom Green clip, which I, I guess it was what aired because I or we you did put in the episode because I was like, I don't remember when I was listening to this I was like yeah this all sounds very familiar and I know we do repeat ourselves on this show but it, like we're like, in an endless cycle of eighties and nineties trippy yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, shit what was I gonna say? Uh, I wanted to just acknowledge one one season wonder oh, uh. that I like that was animated on Comedy Central. Hmm was Freak Show, Will Arnett and David Cross, who oh. have seemed up, seemingly teamed up mm-hmm. to make a bunch of things with one another. Mm-hmm. But it was him, Janine Groffalo, like they were all this, a team of circus freaks. Oh, wow. Uh, it was mm-hmm. super surreal. N- nothing super, like, nothing struck me as like, this is completely original. It was very off, mm-hmm. offbeat, uh, adult swimmy. But it did. it was weird seeing Comedy Central trying to do a, adult swim style shows mm-hmm. and never having much success. They can't do anything that's surreal, but uh, Freak Show is really surreal, and I did like it. I wish it was oh. still around. Wow, okay. yeah, Free, or Freak Squad. It might have been called Freak Squad. Oh, I got, I got one. Hmm. We were talking about sketch hmm. stuff. Exit Fifty Seven. Oh fuck! Was it only it was two seasons? Oh, yeah. No, it was only one season. Apparently, I think it was two, but they were only six well, episodes. Well, Paul twelve Canellos, episodes. Stephen Colbert and ah, Amy Sedaris. Amy yeah. Sedaris, and, and a really, really creepy opening. If I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a cake. Yeah, with yeah. with a car like driving on it, a road at night, yes. and it's yes. really there's something spooky about where did, it. Where did this air? Because like Comedy I, Central, that was Comedy Central. This? Uh, it was like right when we got the station. Okay, it was yeah, like it was one like, of like early mid nineties. Yeah. All I can remember is Stephen Colbert narrating an entire film strip on the glory of the element cobalt. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, awesome. is that the one with the uh, like? Without cobalt, these wolves would gnaw the flesh from your skull. (laughs) (laughs) Cobalt. I remember one of the slides was just him saying that. Cobalt. Uh, What else we got, Dave? Yeah, so this doesn't really fit in any bucket. It was Nickelodeon's Mm. first commission show. Hmm? Yes. First show not made by a Canadian network or or taken from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. This was their first commission. That's, and by the way, it's all Nickelodeon was. Yeah. I know this. They're spelling it slowly. 
Today, we'll see Dave go back in time. Uh, what's that? Oh. I'm going to go back in time, you guys. Cut it no. out. I was Diz. I heard Diz in there. Yeah. And, and we'll meet a kid who owns his own dinosaur. <laughs> also me. <laughs> we'll search for the world's greatest taco. <laughs> Again, I'll probably be doing that later because we're in San Francisco. And we'll also show you how not to build a go-kart. Up spaceship. Okay. It's out of control. Out of control. Cut. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Uh, out of control, I, I liked a lot. Was, and it's disappeared. It's gone. Was, yeah, no, wait, was that a, it wasn't a Nickelodeon original show, though. It was totally from Canada. You think so? You it can makes, totally it tell makes, it, it makes Canada. a lot of sense if it's from Canada. I mean, because I mean, the early Nickelodeon was a lot of just Canadian A Canadian shows. and French uh, animation. Yeah. I did just see there's, there's uh, a fucking, with, you, you can't do that on television. There's a, fucking, yeah, obviously there's a Maya the Bee movie yeah. that just what? came out. Maya the Bee. If you're ever sick and watch Nickelodeon in the well, early I, 90s. Uh, I am going, I I'm, I'm, I'm going off of the synopsis for Out of Control on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. It says it's the first series produced specifically, and they say you can't do that in television. Had been around longer, but it's not an original on Nickelodeon. No. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it was very Canadian. Dave mm-hmm. Coulier. Yep. Diz, whoever the fuck she is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Diz McNally. I really like that show. And, and like, but and like, then I was small and had no taste. This, yeah. yeah, I was small. I was a small comedy dork, and I had no yeah. no no user group to talk to like-minded people. So I'd watch Full House, and like, Dave's going to reference Out of Control here. I know he's going to, <laughs> because that show is airing concurrently in my mind, which it was not. Yep. But, it, but it, whatever you do, cut you it out. cut it out. Uh, like, that was originated on Out of Control. Yeah. I, yeah, I like. I think I probably was watching it. It's it aired from uh, October 1984 to May 1985, way before I was cognizant of this kind of humor. I am, but it was old. in reruns until <laughs> ni- 1991. You feel like but I have, but I have the I have the uh, old person insight now enough mm-hmm. to say, hey kids, you don't want to see a Full House show uh, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. No. The thing you keep writing about, no. you think is so astounding, it's going to be excruciating and awful. And yes. There's no reason for it to exist. It was none, awful back then. None of us liked Full Only House. Only you babies watched it. Well, it's just, it's just this one unifying thing that you all experienced and you think, you think that and that, that does make it important, but it doesn't make it worthy of being <clears throat> yeah. resurrected. Holy shit, so why are we championing another Full House? Was, there's so many better things uh, to on do. On the, uh, the Laser Time about Bad Beatles covers, was mm-hmm. it Dan or was it Henry that pointed mm. out that Full House is this generation's Brady Bunch. Um, people have that same it affection. Smart, so I'm going to say it was me. People have that same affection for it. and they, For they, a terrible show. For, uh, they well, they love it because of nostalgia. It's a cultural touchstone. It's mm-hmm. actually terrible. It's fucking excruciating. And there's a reason why it'll never air again. It's yeah. terrible. It's disposable entertainment. and that's yeah. a, a, It's an lowest common denominator. We never want to go back to Tell your kids. I got another one. Go for it. Who watched Austin Stories? Oh, I I do remember. Was that on MTV? Yes. Like from, uh, Mm -hmm. let's see, it was um, not a very long run, 12 episodes. Really have to September 97 to January 98. Uh, is this a reality show? Or? No, no. This was a. It was like a weird pseudo sitcom sort of thing. Don't look mm. at me. I don't oh, know what you're talking okay. about. <laughs> Austin Stories. We saw. We saw the uh, the actress from it do a stand up show like in San Francisco in the early 2000s. Okay. And she was the one. She she came out and said like, Yeah, I'm bisexual. <clears throat> so that, it's it's really useful for being able to. Uh, Get rid of people who are annoying you. Like if some guy comes up, like, oh no, I'm back on the puss now. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> yep, back on the puss. And if a girl's doing the same thing, it's like, no, nope, back on the cock. <laughs> but no, Austin Stories was this weird 
sort of rambling thing and oh, what was it like one of the characters was he was like living with his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and constantly being humiliated as she would have like new guys over and fuck in their former shared bedroom <laughs> while he slept on the couch and he's like no it's it's our apartment together like I, I live there why should I have to move out and everybody's always pressuring to move out and he was like kept describing the plot of cool as ice to people at parties <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know I, I really need to watch that again <laughs> It was made by one of the producers of the Ben Stiller show. Yes, so it was. That, uh, yeah. MTV did a bunch of like one-off, yeah. one-season shows. Like I, I think Downtown, the animated mm-hmm. one, was another one. Mm-hmm. Dead at Twenty-One. Yeah, yeah. Dead at Twenty-One. <laughs> that was which I don't think season. did it. Did that ever resolve its plot? I thought the guy just died. Well, maybe I don't know. I never watched that one. It was it looked totally uninteresting. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But yeah, Austin Stories was fun. I know. I listened to Howard Kramer was on that. Yeah, uh, funny dude. He has his own podcast called um, Who Charted, mm-hmm. and I believe we had done a we've done a not available on DVD thing. Mm-hmm. He recognized that and sells it on DVD. <laughs> uh, wow! So you can just buy through him if you'd like the show he was <laughs> nice. on because nice. uh, no one's paying any attention and feel free. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he has some producer ownership of it. I don't. I somehow doubt it. Wow. Uh, so if nobody, does anyone have any more? None for me, Dave. Right. I, I could think of like a couple others, but none that, you know, we've gone through the best ones. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is just sort of like, hey, remember that thing? Yeah. yeah. It was a All thing. Right. Next. So you got Lucky yeah. Louie and Firefly on there. and uh, mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we've covered the best ones. So I'm sure mm-hmm. there's people that are. Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yeah. Like, Freaks and Geeks, Firefly, wait, and Lucky actually, Louie how, I want to go watch now. Yeah. When we, uh, how many seasons did Small Wonder last? I'm guessing <laughs> too many. God. <laughs> But what I'm gonna what I'm gonna close out the episode with it's not necess- it's not my favorite it's a show that I it, that kind of inspired me to do this episode. But I have a good theme song. Yep. Oh oh I gotta get one for you then. Oh wait. I just I just realized. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was trying to see how many how many seasons Eureka ran because remember that's another one that had a big one, right? Big campaign to to get it back. So of course I go looking for Eureka TV show and I end up with the animated educational TV Eureka's Ontario Castle? one. Oh. No, not Eureka's Castle. Canadian educational TV show. I love you, Magellan. Uh, so the, the, the show that I'm going to close out with, I, I just recently discovered it on Netflix, and this mm-hmm. is the first show that I've ever discovered its cancellation after it was canceled because I walked, I binged on it while streaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show is Garfunkel and Oates. Which is the second oh. one-season show that Garfunkel and Oates had. Really? Yeah, on HBO Go when it first started had like two exclusive digital series. They weren't like full episodes and like six of them. But uh, there were Garf like it was the Garfunkel and Oates show, yeah, and it was like the tenacious D for ladies. That's a terrible description. Yeah, I was thinking when I watched it, I thought more of along the lines of um, uh, what's the other Uh, the New Zealand oh uh, Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords. Yeah, that's probably a better description. Yeah. And not for ladies. Like, they're just. It's it just, a really good show. It's just funny. Like, they're, they're, that whole video they have of doing it in the butt doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, it's great. <laughs> um, fucking love Garfunkel and Oates. Mm. Also, it, Sex with Ducks. That's Sex a with great Ducks. One. Uh, and whatever the song was with the chorus is Go Kart Racing Accidentally Masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other, the other one I was blanking on uh, that was uh, Saved by Fans was Roswell. Mm. Ah. Mm. So that went to three seasons, so. Roswell was a tough seventies cop. It did like I've heard a couple of their songs, like watched them on YouTube. They're awesome, but it, 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 it did introduce me to one of my new favorite songs from them, which uh, I think for you, 
Tyler might not like this song. It might hit him a little bit too close to home, but I think you guys will like it. It's about a little bit of Canadians? No. That's good. You like the song. Sports go sports. I promise I really totally care who wins. If there's a net or a hoop or a hole in the ground, I hope they get it in. If they want to go to all the bases, I hope they do. If they're supposed to run past a line or whatever, I hope they do that too. Sports go sports. <laughs> And this entire this song on the show is done with the same uh, kind of music video as Saved by the Bell when they had the uh, the episode where Kelly and Jesse and uh, the I'm so excited episode where, uh, boo. where oh. Jesse ODs on caffeine oh, pills because okay. they were they were trying to balance being in a girl band with Jesse taking midterms and she, <laughs> she took too many caffeine pills. But it's like that that is exactly I do have nice periods. Yeah. When my friends are interested in sports and I don't mock them for yeah. it, so I'm like, oh yeah, so that's who we're going for. Yeah, yeah I hope I, uh, I hope those millionaires went over the other millionaires. I hope that I have even <laughs> like I'll ask silly questions like a like a fucking alien robot invading Earth. Is yeah. this the team we want to win? <laughs> Man, I hope they get it in that goal. Uh, I have one very quick clip. Uh, after all these minute long clips, you'll be you'll be happy. This one's way shorter, but it's it, it kind of shows the humor that the show went for. I threw up on Thomas while I was going down on him. Yeah, that's why I don't do that kind of stuff. Guys don't like oral sex anyway since they can't orgasm from it. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, and it, it only lasted eight episodes on IFC, which, like, I never really... Like, Channel Port- 409. Yeah. Well, they have, yeah, they have, they have Portlandia. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know what the hell is there. Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. But they also... they. It was almost a one-season show, The Birthday Boys. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Thank God it was yep. a two-season show. Yeah. Uh, sketch, I miss yep. you. Yeah. I just realized I confused Eureka and Roswell with Jericho. That's uh, actually the one I wanted to look up, and it went got to saved two by Showtime. Yeah. Went to two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one where people sent, sent peanuts in. Yeah. Deluged them with peanuts. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I'll shut up now. Um, before we close that, I did have like a couple of... like. Um, one nine hundred uh, numbers. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> uh, consolation awards. John mm-hmm. from Cincinnati. Luck. Those are both on HBO. I was Never. enraptured with that stupid fucking show. Uh, it doesn't help when you have a theme song by Joe Strummer. That's a great yeah. fucking song. Uh, Johnny Appleseed. Maybe we'll, do we have a closing song, Dave? Yeah, but uh, Luck Darn. is Luck is the only show that's ever been canceled by horses. What? Luck, no, Luck was canceled because horses. That's not John from Cincinnati. Oh no, but Luck is the other. Luck. It's the same yeah. same guy made. Them. It is Spotchko. Yeah. Mm, I don't know if that Milch? was that guy. Milch. It's Milch. Yeah, uh, yeah he did Deadwood too, yeah. which was yeah. also uh, viciously canceled. Yeah. Oh, such a shame though. It it's a good a great show. show. Oh, they were totally <clears throat> setting stuff up in that mm-hmm. last season, and mm-hmm. then doesn't it never pays off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there's also the work of Donal Logue and Matthew Perry, who both had uh, between them. I think go like six, on, go on, Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> Donal Logue had Nights of Prosperity, Terriers, and Terriers. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody was describing that like I'm trying to describe. We saw Donald Loge on stage, who I love. Yeah. He was Jimmy the yeah. Cab Driver in the old MTV commercials. A great movie, Dow of Steve. Like I, I really like. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure how well that holds up, but I have it. On, I, I bought it on DVD. I like it so much. Yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to describe Donald Loge, and I realize I'm describing a series of just viciously canceled sitcoms yeah. and television <laughs> shows. And then like he walks up behind us, and like yeah. I hope he didn't hear us rattle off his failed history. Well, his I, I remember Henry said like he said like. Yeah, people say Terriers is really good, but I didn't really like it. And then Don Logue like 
walks up right he behind walked, him. He walked up behind us, but uh, he's on Gotham, so good. <laughs> Which for him. made it to the second season. It Hooray, Donal! You did it. Ooh. That's right. No. Uh, so before I, I play the the closing out song, Please, Dave. Uh, listen to Cheap Popcast. I do that podcast mostly, and it's about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, at least one new episode every month, usually two. Uh, what else you guys got? Um, Laser Time. Oh, we're listening to that shit. Go to lasertimepodcast.com. We write a ton of articles there, including uh, weekly reviews of things and looks at things that are uh, coming out on Blu-ray or video games. We do a ton of streams of new video games. Um, Is there anything from here that we can make it... Was anything here made into a game? I don't think fuck. so. Lone Gunman game? No. Yeah. Well, there's Next Files game. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to VigiGameApocalypse.com. It's a weekly show about video games. Comes out every Thursday morning. Oh, no, that's yeah. we. One time I streamed Demolition Man for 3DO. <laughs> that movie mm. was only out for one season. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's true. <laughs> Summer. <laughs> and oh, and you should listen to Cape Crisis. <gasps> yes, uh, so. hosted by Henry Gilbert. Yes, uh, I'm talk, on there a lot. Talking about the sequential art and comic strips and. It's graphic just, novels. It's all, I feel, it at your nearest Cape Crisis Center. I honestly feel like... like, <laughs> like damn it. Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> or you can call the Cape Crisis hotline. <laughs> How many years has this show been going and no one's made that joke yet, have they? Oh, they really haven't. Oh, it should no. just be somebody... In the picture should just be somebody's face clutching a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Cake Prices is a, is a comic book show slash let's do geeky rants about things like Ghostbusters, Star Wars, mixed with uh, comic books we've been reading. Yep. Um, and movies uh, and other media related mm-hmm. to them. Indeed. Indeed. Yep. Uh, what my favorite thing I, I contributed this year was every SNL uh, superhero sketch ever. Yeah, that was interesting. I want yeah. That was interesting. From the beginning, because there's like a 10-year gap. Beginning <laughs> with Garrett Morris' Ant-Man? <laughs> yes. I'm Ant-Man! Like, why did you decide on that voice then? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I listen for the ranting. Thank you. I admit it. Yeah. You do listen on occasion, I do. Right? I listen every week. All right. Are we doing an okay job? Doing a great job. Okay. Lots of fun. Oh. So, to close the episode out, is it's the last song in the last episode of Garfunkel and Notes, which I feel it's not one of their funny songs. It's, it's a little on the emotional side, mm-hmm. but it kind of encapsulates like what all these people were doing. Like these shows may not have been like, you know, great award winners mm-hmm. or like lasted forever, but they all have a place in our heart. Yeah. Like and, them having oh, one place to live yeah. forever. And that's this show. At <laughs> least, sadly. at least they tried. Yeah. That's, no, for that's, real. that's the theme of the song. And when I watched the, this song on the show, I had like already looked up like, Oh, when, when's the next season? Oh, it's already canceled. And then I saw this song, and it just kind of like hit me in a, a weird place. Sorry, it's called Loser. You didn't do it, didn't reach your goal. Your heart is broken, you're an asshole. In the end, you didn't have what it takes. So here's to you and your huge mistakes. You're humiliated, hollowed out, and exhausted. You were in the ring fighting the fight, and you lost it. This isn't your time, this wasn't for you. At least you did everything you could do. You're a loser but a dreamer, you're tired but you're strong You're going on no evidence, you don't listen to common sense You went all in, and you were wrong You are such a loser, good for you It's something that a lot of people can't do Trying is hard, that's why people don't do it Losing is hard, they can't make it through it But not you, you are such a loser You are such a loser Here's to you Cause you deserve a cheering section too 
throw your heart at it, so what if you break it? You know now that you're strong enough to take it. Don't let it break you, don't let them break you. Fake it, keep going till you have a breakthrough. Icarus is bullshit, that's why it's called mythology. People can't stand genius without an apology. Forget that, forget them, go get what you want to get. Let them stay home and comment on the internet. You're a loser but a dreamer. You're tired but you're strong. You're going on no evidence. You don't listen to common sense. You went all in and you were wrong. You are such a loser, good for you. It's something that a lot of people can't do. Trying is hard, that's why people don't do it. Losing is hard, they can't make it through it. But not you. You are such a loser. You are such a loser. Here's to you. Cause you deserve a cheering section too. You can only fall that far. Cause you set yourself up so high Who really cares That this time it didn't fly At least you tried At least you tried At least you're not that guy Watching from the side Who thinks he's doing better Cause he wasn't defeated When he's just a non-entity Who never competed You're the one who's out there Reaching for something greater And you know It's better to be a loser than a spectator and you are such a loser you are such a loser so here's to you